used to be such good friends. Could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, What? And you said, Yeah, we're recording. Good. We're not even recording. We're live. Oh, we're live? Yeah. yeah we're this episode Subaru. brought to you by Subaru. Brought to you by Khaki Subaru. Yeah. Check out the new orange color in 2018. 2018. Yes. We're just the, chatting we're, about yeah, Subaru. We're the Nooner Podcast. Welcome. We're on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Manamimeme. Manamimeme. And Neppy Steve. And joining us in the studio is fellow minor internet radio personality, just for the day, Philip. Jay Clemmer. Hi. Get right under that mic. Just like right, right up on that mic. Dog is getting closer. Yeah. Uh, do you do you remember doing the, the Veronica Mars podcast, Phil? No. You don't remember that? No. Where do we do it? In the editing room, editing bay. Like Viet set us up with the thing. Did we? Yeah, we did. I like a couple episodes. Huh. Yeah. I hope those aren't available. Well, welcome, Phil. Thanks. How are you doing? Congratulations on season four of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, you, you read about that, huh? I did. You really get right up on that mic. I'm close. It you really, smells. Yeah. Okay. It does not smell. All right. All right. Uh, Phil, that's great. That just was announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the DCCW shows got renewed. Did you watch it? Which one? The episode I told you to watch. I did watch the episode you, you told me to watch. I had to purchase it. How much was it? Two bucks? Three bucks? Dollar ninety nine. That's a third of a cent for me. <laughs> God damn it! It's not like two thirds. It's got to be it? more than that. That's what we struck about. Okay. Philip is the co-creator and co- uh, the executive producer mm-hmm. and co-showrunner or showrunner. I don't know. I don't know. Is it you and Chris? No, Chris left. Oh, really? Yeah. You're the f- motherfucking <laughs> king. <laughs> yeah, of Legends of Tomorrow. The CW hit series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it, were you excited? Uh, I mean, was it, or were you just like, why I, didn't Supergirl come back? I mean, it was kind of expected, but I don't know. I've been, every single show I've ever been on has like lived on the bubble. So this time of year is just uh, perpetual anxiety. Yeah. See how you like it, Rob Thomas. Oh, yeah. The, I, yeah. I know. Oh, Isambi is on the bubble and everybody send your love to, uh, to Isambi and, um, you know, hit up CW to uh, renew it for season four, right? Hit them up. Hit them up. Call them. Yeah, send them. What are you supposed to send them? It's 818-290-9000. I think that's the CW's okay. main right. number. Just call them up. Call them up. Yeah. Did you really know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I just made up a number. Give, oh. give Phil some headphones so he can hear when he's on mic and well, off mic. I, I don't even like hearing my voice, so that this, yeah. that might make That makes two nervous. of us. Yeah. yeah. But, but you, yeah, you got to really eat that mic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Phil, we start off every episode where yeah. I just talk about something in the news. Okay. And I don't, I, I, 
focus on this story because it's something that the you might know something about pipe? it. The kid in the sewer pipe. Did you he was seriously? There for twelve hours. I was just. I was listening. Wandering to, that. to the sewers yeah. of underneath Griffith Park. <laughs> And he was saved by maintenance workers. They couldn't like send a drone down there, like a Prometheus type of drone. Uh, they they, they did really? send a drone. They saw like a poopy handprint on the inside, and that's how they realized he was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's not a joke. I think. I uh, missed this. So go ahead, bring bring oh, me up. This some, can I tell what I know of it? Go ahead. Okay. There was something. This is actually not what I was going to talk about. But oh. please go ahead. No, no. This is oh. this is very newsworthy. Okay, so there there was a kid at Griffith Park who was like thirteen, and there was like a cordoned off part of the park you weren't supposed to go to. And like a warning, you know, don't go in there. And of course the kid went in there and then there was like an old, you know, it's like Scooby-Doo, like a rickety old mine, like with boards on top. And the kid fell through it, started jumping on the boards and then the boards fell through. And he went into an open sewer pipe that just basically started washed him away, taking him towards the ocean. Oh my God. Yeah. And so it was overnight, right? I mean, he was down there. um, He was down there all night. Oh, basically the like municipal guys like went into super like okay i'm putting my head we, we've trained for this for yeah, this moment you're waiting for it um <laughs> it's our time it's our time um and they mapped it out and they figured out like oh this is probably where he went and they opened up like a maintenance hatch and there was like a kid going a kid. Th- thank you oh my god i did i, I heard none of this oh, we're doing some audio audio uh okay. No, no, no! I want to, I want to stop the flow of the show. Oh, that's good to that's talk good. about. Uh, I just like to move and gesticulate when uh, it's, talking I, uh, about a sewer story. Oh, that's a, so. He was in. Uh, there, there are sewers in Griffith Park. Well, I guess around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water got to go somewhere. The water got to go. The water got to so, <laughs> wow. go somewhere. No, what was the real story? Oh well, you know, in West Virginia, there was a. a oh sp- man, are you uh, <laughs> totally like? Uh, what there was a stereotyping strike. me? Yeah. Well, no, there was a, a teacher strike. Yeah. a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And the teachers won a 5% raise uh-huh. in salary. And that sort of set off a, a little bit of a... It spurred other teachers in other states. So right now there are two st- statewide strikes going on in Oklahoma and in Kentucky. For uh, they, they have schools? They do. You know what? In <laughs> I o- learned two things today. In Oklahoma... Pipes underneath <laughs> Griffith Park. And they have schools in Kentucky. Yeah. And you, in, you, don't, you're, you don't just go right into the mines. You, there's like 18 <laughs> years where you... Learn to read? Yeah. I'm so sorry, Kentucky. Wow. I love Louisville. I, you I, do? No, I've never been there. No. I've been there several times. Is it nice? No, not, not really. really. <laughs> <laughs> it's got rolling hills and a lot of whiskey there. Man. Okay. And horses. And horses. But uh, they, like Oklahoma, they, right now, they have school four days a week because they don't have the budget to have five day a week schools it's crazy okay and the teachers there have like multiple jobs because they can't afford to live based on their their salary is that where i saw a picture of a guy who's an uber driver and it's a math teacher yeah and, yeah yeah oh, that yeah. would be weird running into your math teacher on the weekend as yeah. your uber driver yeah and just giving him a like, one star and <laughs> fuck you for <laughs> that <laughs> pop fuck quiz. you mr reynolds <laughs> fuck, fuck quadratic equations and they got a pay raise in oklahoma but it wasn't what they wanted and they, for the first time in 28 years, they, they raised taxes to pay for that raise in Oklahoma. That's the first tax raise they've had in 28 years. Wow. So that's, I think, really says something about where we are as a country. Is like nobody wants to pay taxes, but people want things. Yeah, but if people can't afford to live in Oklahoma, what about California? I mean, for teachers here? I mean, it's oh, yeah, yeah, three yeah. times as expensive. Uh, but yeah, and they don't make three times as right. much money, which is a, a bummer. And so don't be a teacher. Well, 
Yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, but it's crazy. So the like taxes have to pay for this, these public schools. But meanwhile, yeah. we've got Betsy DeVos pushing for Not in our voucher system. Not yeah, when Betsy pushing, gets things going yeah, right. She's pushing for a voucher system. Oh, yeah. She's pushing for charter schools. Sure. So funneling all that money away from public education. And meanwhile, like in 2017, Oxfam came, they said that for every $10 of wealth that was created in 2017, mm-hmm. $8 went to the wealthiest 1%. So we, when you look at how, where money goes, so it's not, not Donald going Trump. To, not, not he's, Trump. He's not. He's not a one percenter. Well, he's in the mid mid one percent probably. I watched a little documentary on him yeah. on, on Netflix called "Dark Money" or "Big Money" or something. Money by Alex Gibney, and they they estimate his wealth at like a hundred million. Like he's really? nowhere near. But he says he's like. 10 billion right yeah that's his he's a brand we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him later because i actually yeah. got excited about oh, okay. him again i, I right. haven't thought about him in a year he's still president right mm. i don't know i have yeah. to, to check twitter but there was a study done uh with uh, multiple um shoot where is it uh god damn it um well there's a there was a study done that shows that if you the more you invest in public education, right. the, the less wealth equality, the, the greater the social mobility of those kids who it go through that system. It helps decrease income inequality. It does increase that. Yeah, it decreases. That's that. a but study I, that said that. Yeah. I mean, don't we spend more on like state lotteries than we do on public education? Or is that just... State lotteries I- go to public education, you know? That's where they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after the, the, the casinos take their cut of it, they... Um, yeah, so it was a university or a Penn State University uh, study that found that that uh, dropout rates lower. You know, the more money that you put into the system, and then the greater the social mobility. Mobility, and I, I don't know why that's not a, a bigger. You know, why why there's not mo- more focus on that? Because if people want jobs, then you have to have people who are educated and skilled, and but that yeah. co- that costs money. But like, I mean, the American myth isn't about like the person who went out and got super educated and then slowly worked their way up. Like the American success myth is about like a college dropout who yeah. starts a website called Facebook and right. now is worth 10, right. 40 billion. I don't know right. what it's worth. I mean, or like, you know, the Wright brothers where, you know, we used to make bicycles, but now we're just going to make a plane. Yeah. Right. My my dad has a PhD and two masters and lived in the academic world. He never made any money. He had to go out and become an entrepreneur to put food on the table. So I have a very like skewed view of of academia. Yeah. He's like, don't ever teach whatever you do. That was the one thing he sat me down as a child. <laughs> right. Do whatever you want for a living, but don't teach. I made a huge mistake. Well, that's why they have to make like I was also teaching. homeschooled at college, which is pretty pretty rare. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's pretty good. And I, I pledged a frat. How'd it was you just do? me. Uh, good grades? Uh, yeah, three point two. Okay. I part I partied a lot the first <laughs> year. You won and lost every drinking game at, at your <laughs> frat thing. My frat of one. <laughs> yeah, um, Aya Sita Alona. But that that's why you need to to increase. Like you have you need to make teaching an attractive profession. Yeah, too. like Finland, where they. You they, get the equivalent of six figures, and you're yeah. you're esteemed in society. Right, and it's, right. It's like it's a coveted position. But I mean, as opposed to like, in America, eh, I can always just be a teacher, right? You know, but in America, it like works the other way. It's like the the professions that are coveted are the ones that have money, right? It's like doctor and lawyer. It's not like people respect doctors and lawyers; they just know that they make a lot of money, right? And 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 right, right. Yeah. Well, one thing is, 
the, that is killing teachers unions or, or around the country are pensions that right. are too bloated and too expensive to to keep up now like i don't understand how i mean i'm no. i'm a beneficiary of sag pension well, you know well, you think you are right well <laughs> you, if, if mean, it's I, around in 15 years right. you are so i'm guaranteed like a According to their website, I'm guaranteed a certain yeah. amount of That's money. That's the United a month. Air, you know, pilots thought in, right. the, in the mid '80s. So that, but so I don't understand. Like, so governments have are more guaranteed to to do that, right? Like, they're more on the hook for that. Uh, I don't think it's govern. I don't think oh, anyone's on the. Oh, hook. it's a union. It's a yeah. union pension, right? And I mean, it it is effectively it's it's a legitimate pyramid scheme. Like the only way that you 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 have money is if new people are coming in. And and paying dues, right? And like for the writers' guild, the only way that works, um, I think, is if certain people don't vest, right? Th- right that right. they pay in, and then then they never divest, right? Because if everyone were to vest, <laughs> the only way to grow is by increasing the membership. And obviously, no unions are are growing. So you you vest by having a certain number certain of years, number of years, of and and so they same the sag, yeah. And so I, I think the only way you keep things solvent is you make it gradually more difficult to vest, or 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 whatever the requirements are become more stringent. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, do you think that 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 pension schemes work in it that they that they're valid? Um, like four hundred one ks are not right. That's, that's a scheme, right? Uh, I mean, four hundred one ks are just that. That's somebody. It's a private investment, and your, right. your employer can match your funds, but right, there's right. nothing guaranteed. Right. It's just it's just a structure. But it, but it was something created by like these these banks, these investment firms, and you're like, well, here's a thing that we'll do, and then they they reap huge fees off that. Right. But I, but like people, because my mom was a teacher, yeah. right. and people go into teaching. And your mom is a teacher. My, yeah, uh, and both my parents, yeah. yeah. Yeah, both my parents are teachers. And my, my mom ta- taught elementary school, public school. And I think it's a, a generation before, it's a job you get into because it's steady work, and mm-hmm. you get a pension at the end of it. You you can work right. until 65 right. or whatever the retirement right. age, and then you can have a life outside of it. And I think in our current culture, we should shift it to like a success-based system where like... Right. You're a teacher. You have a base salary of zero, but based on test score, like if your kids test, right, 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 you, know, you could make fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand. Like it, it should, it and should be like a hedge fund. That sort of merit based system, like obviously, skews better for you know your kid's school than like some inner city kid's school. Right. I mean, the thing with the testing, though, if teachers know that there's bonuses based on testing, then they can teach exclusively to the test. You know, at the sort of detriment of like whatever broader curriculum there right. is and like i don't know you get the feel I, my kids go to public school and they keep shifting like when school starts back so yeah. that they have more days before the sort of standardized test oh. so that it magically looks like the kids are getting smarter and smarter so the teachers i didn't realize that's why they've changed it to august that's, that's my conspiracy theory oh but that makes sense yeah yeah and then but the thing is like your kids go to public school, but they have so many goddamn fundraisers. They do. I mean, it's, it's expected that you give like five grand per kid. That's crazy. And the thing, you know, I mean, the thing about public school is, and back to the um, Oklahoma and the strike, right. and the 5%. I mean, the people who vote are old people who don't have school age kids. Right. And, you know, I hope I'm more generous in my old age. But like, I that's the bitter feeling I get about public schools, like especially in California. It's just there's a bunch of old people who own their house and like prop 13 and all that stuff and they get comfortable and why should they care about public schools and 
the achievement of another generation because they're probably living off of whatever. A simple fix. Day. Very simple fix. Go on. You have to be 18 to vote, correct? Right. I think. I, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't start voting until my late 20s. <laughs> I think it's in the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like 20 lines down. So, hey, you want to retire and you want to get on the dole and just get free money and free health care? You're done voting. That's, that's the payoff. That's what's oh, ruining. Oh, old people are ruining our country. Well, Jane, wrote, <laughs> yeah. Jane, no, wrote in. no old people are listening to this. <laughs> Jane says Colorado is having an issue with paying taxes. They they left raising taxes up to the voters. Oh no! So it's like it's like <laughs> no, it's like no, no, no. telling the the kids. You know, the babysitter doesn't tell when what the, they right. get for dinner. No, the kids decide. Right. Like the yeah, the government doesn't have enough revenue to pay for basics. Yeah, that that whole referendum system yeah. is just a terrible. And then California has that as well. And yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's a dumb way to, to create policy. Um, yeah. Just yeah. That we vote for legislators because they're the ones who are good at making laws right. or, or professional lawmakers. Hmm. Yeah. And then Darren writes in that pension and unions are not pyramid schemes. They are oh. fun <laughs> without payout dependent on uh, maintaining a membership. The thing, the reason why I have a problem with it is that they, according to their numbers, they're guaranteeing me a certain amount of money right. when I retire. Yes. And that num- how do they know that their their fund is going to be invested well solvent. enough, right? Solvent enough that at mm-hmm. that point to pay all those members that money. If, if they had said like, oh, well, of this amount of pension fund, you'll get X amount based on how much the, how well the fund is doing, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean it's like a a, a scam, but it just requires uh, growth of membership or a robust sort right, of, it, and and it doesn't account for. Changes like and when you know, all the robots are act, the, doing all the acting when, in my sixties, I could be speaking know. incorrectly, but I believe that's what's screwing up the post office. Is their pension? The money has to be there. Yeah, like it. Yeah, it, yeah there yeah. is no pyramid scheme, which is ruining. And they don't have the same amount of revenues. Yeah. They don't have. Yeah, yeah. And in I, Amazon, right? It's because I, of Amazon. I'm so it's mad Amazon? at him because I I love the post office. I think they're okay. innovating and, and oh and, my god, you are an old man. No. Right. No, I don't go. Ha- I don't have to go into a supermarket anymore. I can everything shipped to me. I think it's, it's a miracle that that. How much is a stamp now? Like four dollars, three thirty-two cents. No, it's I like mean, fifty-five cents. Fifty-five. Oh, okay. Look at the one percenter here. What is it? What is it? A, What's a carton of milk? A half a bit to uh, mail, <laughs> mail a telegram. It's a miracle that, yeah, that, that a gallon of milk, buck fifty, right? You know. But I also think forty-nine cents. It, it really represents how the government and the private sector should work together. Like the the system yeah. we have, which is the government pays for. Uh, the post office. We have like a baseline entry right. level that works. It's not great. And then if you do well, you can go to UPS and DHL. Well, UPS, not so good. Um, <laughs> and if you do really well, you can go to FedEx. So it, like depending on where you are in your e- economic strata, you can, th- there's, there's some way to get something from X to Y. And I like that the government has a, a plan, but I also like that on it, it's inspired. It, they're so shitty. It yeah. inspired DHL well, and FedEx. And like, and, I don't care if they lose like, $2 billion a year. When I hear that, I'm like, that's all they're losing? I no, mean, they've lost oh. more than that. I mean, oh. just last year it was like $2 billion, but over okay. the past But they're years, overseen like by Congress. They're not, they're not self-governed right. or self-businessed, yeah, whatever yeah. the right, that's, right that's term is. That's the term. I didn't go to business school, clearly. <laughs> you, you slept through that class yeah, yeah, with yeah. your dad. <laughs> my, dad <laughs> my dad has a PhD in economics, and I went, ugh, snooze. Let's go to gym, dad. <laughs> yeah, we can business it later. Dodgeball. <laughs> Let's do do- <laughs> Dodgeball. Get an A minus in dodgeball. A minus. How do you not get an A in dodgeball? Uh, slept uh, in. Yeah. So, did you ever consider sending your kids to private school? Um. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. you would, right? If you didn't. Yeah. yeah. If they got in. 
<laughs> totally one of them. <laughs> they're not very bright. They're sort of, they're not right in the head. What did you want to tell me about Trump? I forgot already. Well, he's oh. just attacking the, the post office. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Amazon. And Amazon. But it really is what? because he doesn't like the Washington Post, I, I, which I Amazon owns. I, yeah. I know. He's a... He's and something else. Jeff Bez- Bezos has not said a thing. No. It's just like, smart. Yeah. His PR team around him, a little better than uh, that monkey down in uh, DC, that, <laughs> that idiot. Like, they know, just, just shut up. This will go away. They'll, something else will come down yeah, the pipeline. Yeah. Laura me. Ingram wisely just said, I, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to sandals. Bye-bye. I'm suffering from exhaustion. Yes. I need, I need Yeah, I'm taking my family and we're going on a cruise in Alaska. Goodbye. We'll, we'll have forgotten about her in a week. It's a little early for an Alaska cruise, i got to say. No end. No, I'm, it was. Where'd you learn improv again? I, I look at I, <laughs> I. I expanded your idea, the, and then, and then it, shut that at Yale. Put no. a lid on it, and then put a lid on shut it. Shut down put, the idea, and then put it, riveted it down, and let let it lose itself in the sewers. Were you a forensics person? Did you did you debate no, in college? I'm ter- I would be terrible. At uh, I, I feel like you'd be good. Uh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> hey, I would. Hey, that's there it good. is. There's that sharpness. Oh, so. Did you watch this whole Sinclair thing? Like, so Sinclair is this news conglomerate. That, yes. Oh. And then they yeah. they own you know forty something stations across yes. the, in all like red regions. Mm-hmm. And then they had that. That was it. So Deadspin, go to Deadspin dot com or or check out the Tumblr page. That's a nooner podcast dot uh, com. I'll bet it will be there. But it was a video of uh, all the reporters basically reading the same script, and it was really chilling. Yeah. And Sinclair defended it. They said, like, no, we we are fighting against fake news. And it's sure, so weird. Sure they are. There are journalists. Uh, can you imagine being... And apparently those journalists who had to say that thing, they're on these clauses where if they quit, they have to pay back a certain amount of their salary That's and based on how much is left in their contract and all this stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... They're kind of fucked. And these are, so I understand it's local news stations. Yeah. They're like affiliates in every affiliates, yeah. market. There's the Bob and Mike at six o'clock with the news. And at the end of the broadcast, they stood there in front of the set and they read this script to camera as to say, yes, we're worried about fake news and bad reporting. It's bad for our democracy. Yes. And those same affiliates also are required to, sh- to air Boris Epstein, who's like this, this conservative pundit. Sure. His, his uh, rants like nine times a week and then they have these must reads as well and this being one of them it's it's pretty chilling but if you're going to the local news for journalism isn't that <laughs> I shame know. on you i know that that's the thing is that they're like they end with like well there was a panda board today at the zoo we've got amazing footage but first up all hail trump like yeah. it's not news yeah it's weather and the local sports which you could all get on your phone and then you know all people there was a shooting. It happened yesterday, but for some reason, we're going to cut to the live person standing out where it happened. Hey, tweet in if you watch your local news and let us know if, if that's a thing that do, you do. Because I, I, I certainly no. don't do that. I mean, I, I try to watch the national news, like, because I guess 10 years ago, I just decided that was what adults did because I remember my parents watching, you know, NBC Nightly News. And yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to sit in the chair and I'm going to have a beer and I'm going to watch it and... It, it, it's, it's pointless. Dumb. It's pointless. Yeah, yeah. I'm like 15 years out of uh, electronic news. I had. I don't watch any. Never watched cable news. Right. I don't watch any. I read it. I mean, I, I read Breitbart and I, you know, a little Infowars. 
Did you know that Alex Jones is only like 43? Mm-hmm. He looks like he's 100. I'm older than Alex Jones. Oh my I'm older God. than Alex Jones. Wow. No, he's like, he's a little, I think he's like 46 or something. No, like he's, look him up. Like I, I it, it blew me away. I, I, I thought he was looking at 60. Uh, 44, 44. 44. That's, man, Texas is tough. It really, <laughs> it like, it, it jerkies you. It ages you. It's not good. No, I think it's the, the you know, it's the left that's done this to him. The, the, yeah. oh, oh, George Soros the deep state been his, poisoned his, 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 by George Soros gas into his uh, into those studio. George events. Soros is sending him steaks and scotch and cigars. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he poisoned him. Delicious, delicious. Yeah, steaks. he he looks like he's been like smoked like a piece of meat. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, like a piece of ham. Piece of ham. Well, that's meat. I know, but like a like yeah. a fatty, like bloated piece of meat. Uh, I like a good scotch face, though. Sure, sure. sure. But I, I just assumed <laughs> he was working ten, on it. ten years older. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. That poor man. So, Phil, mm-hmm. would, how did you find out that your show was renewed? Uh, the network called me like a couple hours before. Um, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you you know you get you sense that there's like a lot of people on the other end of the line, and you're sort of like, okay, this could be the good call, right? Or this could be you know yeah. the cancellation. And I've also had cancellation calls that started out like, hey, Phil, we've got Phyllis, Mike, Jeff, Bill, really, really good. We're all here, and we we've looped in some some of our New York folks. Yeah, we're here too. How's uh, how's everybody? How's the weather out there? It's great. Oh, here it comes. Yep. No, I had one. It's we uh, just want to hear you cry. It's started I, it started out with like a minute of like patter and fun and 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 jokes and everything and then i had and then ooh, it was like uh, oh but seriously oh, you guys yeah. aren't coming back next season and i was it was it was unbelievable this was that's really shitty it was really it, I, I mean it was almost like it was it was engineered to fuck with me how's that coffee it's good what kind oh, is it it's a costa rican i roasted it's a roasted a couple of weeks ago so oh it's great yeah um but and are you going to be back for next season? Yeah, is that yeah, Because yeah. that, that's not always a, a given, you know? Right. No, I will be. So, Legends of Tomorrow. We don't have to talk about that. I was talk. I, I, I don't mind talking about unions. Oh, no, no, no. We, we'll talk about everything. We'll, we'll okay. get through it all. And so, this season is, the, the whole makeup of the cast is completely different from the first season. I think your right. show is the only show that isn't based on a comic book. Uh, I mean, everybody is loosely drawn from the DC world. Yeah, but there's no Legends of Tomorrow comic book that not one that looks like ours, but yeah. not called that. Uh, I mean, the name exists. I don't know. I don't read comic books. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> let's edit that out. Yeah, right. yeah. Just three, kidding. two, one. Edit no, point it, here. it's a uh, you know it. it it's uh, it's loosely based. I mean, the the idea of Rip Hunter w- was the sort of foundation of the show. Mm-hmm. He's since but it's left not the show. Rip Hunter, though. N- no, no, no. Arthur Dan Darville. Darville. Yeah, yeah. He, I like him. I, I like him too. Yeah, I think you know what he re- looks more like a John Constantine. You know, than than uh, than Matt Ryan. Then, do you know who John Constantine is supposed to look like? Sting. Yeah, how do you know that? Because he looked like Sting. Oh. And I didn't know that. Well, you didn't. You don't read comic books. <laughs> <laughs> but Darville kind of has a sting look, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so one thing that's great about this is that you're not bound right. by Green Arrow. You're yes. not bound by Supergirl. You can't. You you changed your ty- your your lead character. Like yeah, he was the the glue, but he wasn't necessarily the, the central character. Right. And do you feel like there is a central character now? Or well, I mean. 
the 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 fun thing about the show i think there were like nine people in in the pilot episode and i think six of those people are no longer on the show and it's it you know it's not it's just like a gradual kind of revolving door where pe- people come in and people people leave and i don't know will darvo come back for for be cool yeah, yeah. sure everybody's yeah. always welcome to come back but you know <laughs> I, it just uh, you, but usually, even wentworth who you know yeah, spoiler totally. alert he well, how do you didn't he well, I mean, there's like different Earths. There's you know, time travel. You can go back. I mean, you can always find a. Oh, that's right. It's a, a time travel based show. Put people in that's it. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I mean, normally with the show, uh, it you know, almost every other show I've written for, you have like a singular lead. You know, say Chuck, and I wrote on that for five seasons, and it's super fun to write. You get the voice, and you're like, oh, I love this guy, and I know everything he's gonna say, but you know, at a certain point, it gets exhausting where you're just like i feel like i've said everything that this right. person could possibly say or ab- about anything like remember in, in i don't know if you remember but there was a tv show called valerie with the valerie harper show what was that yeah uh, and it was a sitcom and then she left uh-huh. and then it was valerie's family <laughs> with jason bateman hmm. i don't remember that oh yeah that, why'd that, she that, leave uh contract oh. issues i believe yeah, yeah. So yeah. like I, lo- I mean, to me, I, I, I love when the the Duke boys were replaced by the cousins. I thought that that was fun because the Dukes could be anybody, right? Dukes could be. That uh, was negotiations for. That was right. Yeah, that was. Yeah. We want more money. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah, I, people are more interested in the car. Yeah, and, and how far it can jump across a bayou. Uh, so Brandon, Ruth, and Katie Lotz, and who's the th- oh Dominic are yeah. the ones for, yeah. who, who stayed. Well done. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, Dominic's great. He and, is, and uh, like Brandon Ruth is a very entertaining actor. He's, he's he is he's, he's a, a bit of a clown. He is. I, I mean, I I worked with him on Chuck like nine years ago, and I remember there's a moment where he he played a bad guy, right? Yeah, and he yeah. he pulled me aside and he was like, you know, what I what I really want to do is comedy, and and I just remember not being able to like reconcile that. I was like, you know, look at how you look yeah like yeah, yeah. like uh, at first i was like you know most funny people don't look like you um but yeah then he he went off and what was it uh scott pilgrim was that the first funny, oh yeah funny thing yeah. i remember seeing him and i was like oh yeah i prefer him in that than i, I do in superman yeah. yeah yeah and he does a he does a, a he acquits himself well as, yeah as like a handsome Adam. a handsome person who will have fun with themselves like you know so do the characters don't really go by their superhero character names, do they really? No. So like, for instance, mm-hmm. Zari Tomas or whatever, like that's supposed to be Isis, right? N- no. No? No. But in the comic book world, it is, right? There is a person named Isis. Yes. So she doesn't ever say, uh, she's uh, not, she's not oh, that Zephyr character. winds which blow on high, lift me now so I can fly. <laughs> yeah, I, I never saw that one. No, that was a Saturday was morning live action show. Really? Yeah. There was, there was Isis, there was Shazam, uh-huh. and where it's Billy Batson and his like weird isn't, uncle like driving through in an RV across the country. Isn't Zach Levi doing something? Is he Shazam? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's yeah. true. Yeah. And he he didn't text you and say, "Yo, Bill, <laughs> see you at the club next week." No. No. Oh. Uh, so you have um, why why did you why aren't they? Their characters, like their their superhero characters. I don't know. I mean, if somebody was is that, called by their name, they seem like less of a person. Was that something that you guys actively discussed? And like, let's not call her White Canary all the time. 
I, I don't remember. I just but it just naturally yeah turned that way. I mean, it's 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 fewer words if you just have to write Sarah, you know. And for me, that that saves a lot of time. <laughs> true. White canary. Ugh. God. Uh, and you have all. Oh, so I saw the the time loop episode. You did. What yeah. do you think, Marty? I thought it was very. Did it make any sense? It didn't. <laughs> you haven't seen the preceding fifty-one episodes. I, I saw. I've seen eight of the previous fifty yeah. episodes. No, it it made an, enough sense. Did it? Yeah. Did, I, did you like Tala so, Ash, the woman who plays Ari? Yeah, she's great. Right? So she's this Iranian-American actress, and uh, she plays a Muslim yeah. character, and that doesn't didn't have anything to do with not her that character. episode. Yeah. yeah, but she's she's awesome. Isn't like, she cool? Yeah, yeah. She's like very striking looking and a very good actress. Yeah, she's got a, a cool vibe to her. Like I, I always describe her as she's kind of like well, you had older sisters who are, who are cool. She seems like mm, she seems like like one of your older sisters, where she's kind of like aloof and kind of kind of mean, but like in a cool way, like you know, as an actress or as a person. No, no, just as a performer. That's a performer. The, the, vibe, that's, that's, the vibe you right, get off of her right. is there's something like a little I don't know. It's kind of kind of punk rock vibe. And then Amy Pemberton got yeah. She was in. Is that the first time she's been no, live in the show? No, she she had an episode last season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. She's yeah. It's great when a voiceover person looks yeah <laughs> like it's, that. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, what's his name, like Jarvis uh, in Paul uh, Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah. Just did the voice of Jarvis. Yeah. And it just happened to be that Jarvis is the computer thing that became Vision. Right. And there, I don't know if that was. I don't think that was planned. Right. And he was just like, oh, I'll, I'll. I'll wear green makeup. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've had a lot, a lot of talking computers on shows. I had a Dan Stevens talking computer on, on Tomorrow People, and I had a, a Elizabeth Hurley talking computer. Oh, that's right. I believe. Or she did something. Yeah, she did something. I good. remember being in a... Like Wait, a, Dan Stevens was your, he your, was, your Legends of Tomorrow yeah, guy? Yeah. I mean, not Legends of Tomorrow, uh, Tomorrow People. Uh, yeah. You basically, all your shows show. have to have Tomorrow in it. <laughs> yep. So you're next I'm doing... Always looking forward. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and he's a good looking fella. He's a good looking fella. Yeah, Did yeah, he we, got he, all ripped up for that one movie. You remember that one with the visit tour? Tour the visit tour? Yeah, the, yeah, that one. Uh, I I didn't care for that movie. Really? Yeah, it's a little. Huh. Mm, I, maybe I should hey, see. You should it adapt. Again. Put this, a lid on that one, didn't you? You should adapt this British show. <laughs> British show called Fortnite. Yeah, is it real? No, but that isn't that tomorrow and. <laughs> British, oh, yeah. <laughs> isn't it, isn't it, like uh, Fortnite is two weeks, isn't it? Oh, is it uh, is it Fortnite is two weeks or yeah, one fourteenth of a fortnight? <laughs> people, uh, I thought Fortnite was tomorrow. I I don't speak British. Uh, Look it up. Yeah, all right. on the morrow. <laughs> on the morrow. <laughs> yeah, it's two weeks. Oh, well, why don't they just say two weeks? Why a fortnight? And why is I it- don't know. I thought it was a quarter of a night. I'll you, a fourth been, of a night. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you in Jesus. What's a night? Eight <laughs> hours. So two it's hours. Two hours. Why not just uh, British people? It's an elevator. Why call it a lift? Doesn't make any sense. So does John goes Constant- down? Right. Yeah. So that's not lifting. Exactly. That's lowering. Oh yeah. See, I'm the lifter and a lowerer. Yeah. Just say an elevator. It depends which way you're going. Well, I've got to go to the second floor. <laughs> I must find the lower. <laughs> <laughs> That's my English accent. Oh, you go over there, you take the lower down to the fifth floor, then you come up, then you take the lift up to the twelfth floor. That 
and everybody knows which direction to go then. Yeah. Like, For some reason, so that was better. an Australian it's, accent. It's a little through Ireland on no, the way, no, too. That, that, yeah. is, that is his... He's, it was a trip through the, through the kingdom. expert. Uh, and then, do you have... Um, have you guys plotted out this season, the next three seasons? Uh, just we, one one season one at a time. One season at a time. Yeah. And, then, and when you did this season, uh-huh. did you... You haven't reached a season finale yet, but did you... Wait, we have, yeah, next week? And did you... Yeah, you should watch it. Did you guys script it to be like a, a, a series closer if need no, be? No, no. I always figure if you get canceled, that can be your sweet revenge, is that you left things in a big mess. Right. Like, okay. I mean, you know? Well, plus shows can live on other platforms, so why wh- right. why oh, end ooh. it? Oh, Marty, your hard drive defragged. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, my virus protection is out of date. Uh-oh. My, my computer... <laughs> Does the audience hear that? Is that just us? Uh, the, everybody just heard oh, that. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, um, Do you want to stop down so you can update your virus protection? Yeah, okay. everybody <laughs> just hold on just a second. This will take like 10, 20 minutes. So what, uh, what do you have to tease for season four? Well, I haven't pitched it yet, so I, I probably oh. shouldn't talk But people, about it. there's some rumors that there's going to be more John Constantine next. That's a true rumor. Oh. That's a real rumor. That's, That's a, a truth. A contract that yeah. we signed. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool, right? Yeah. Was he? Has he been in other shows before? The, not the, the character, not the you, actor. You're the one with the computer in front of you. Well, but you're the one who actually knows. Like, you don't. they don't school you on... I don't com- know things. Is, the, is there like a... Like Star Wars, they have a, uh, what's it, like he's the historian. Oh, really? Like, yeah, who just like keeps, maintains canon. Yeah. And he's just so like. It's just one guy that maintains all that canon? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And and he's, he. Yeah. And George, he will tell George you R. If R. Martin has a guy too, right? That was I like, don't know. Yeah. I think he had like a super fan. Why does it have to be a guy? Oh. Uh, because it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so is there somebody from yeah. D- DC who calls you up yes. and says, well, well yeah. Dinah Lance would not, or whatever. We have like four of those people in the office. So, yeah. Oh, are they writers as well? Or are they... Some writers, some office people, but yeah. Like... There's there's enough dyed in the wool people. Like, is it one guy or four guys who cover all five shows? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. No, we, 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 we've sort of deviated from the other shows in, in such a way that we're kind of living on our own island now right um black lightning's not going to show up uh they shoot at atlanta so if if somebody wants to make the trip to vancouver that would be great right yeah have you seen it um i saw a couple actually i saw a couple on spring break um nice yeah it was cool while you were in fort lauderdale uh yeah (laughs) yeah so the the show that you made me watch was a time travel show Mm, and it's it's all time travel show oh but this was a time loop episode yeah that where it was very much yeah. like Happy Death Day, or Groundhog Day, yeah. No, what's Happy Death Day? That that's that movie that came out last year where uh, some it was like it was uh, Groundhog Day. No, it was Happy Death Day. Okay, no, it was a Jason Blum show, a movie where uh, produced movie where mm. this woman died. Get it's basically the same as yours except on a college campus. Right. So, like, how who pitched that one? Uh, I mean, it's kind of a bottle episode. Yeah, I mean, basically nobody pitches it. It just, you do something like that when you've run out of money and you're like, okay, we need to do an episode where you don't, you know, you don't have visual effects <laughs> and you don't leave your home set. And uh, this you, is how the sausage gets made, no, people. No, I mean, it's totally a valid reason to do something. Like I, I love bottle episodes because they're, you know, limitations are great. If you're sitting around and you're like, hey, we can make a story about anything. You're just going to be like, ugh. 
But if you're just like, all right, we have to, you know, do something in less time with less money and, you know, focus on one person. I don't know. I like, it's like back to, it's like being stuck on the elevator or the lift, you know, that's, I, uh-huh. I love those stories. And, but it, it's like, inevitably you get, there, there are cheats in there, right? And you kind of like, you mention it in the episode, you know, what's that? Just about the the logic of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And do you just be like, uh, yeah, that's how it is. And we go on. I don't know. There, there are those like movies that are, are really conceptual and complicated and they spend like so much time explaining themselves. Like what, what's the, there's another, uh, was it Inception? Is that the movie that has like 90 minutes uh. of like building a world that's completely airtight and uh. logical and, and, by the time you get to the you Story. know the, the 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 payoff, which has been platformed uh, meticulously, I, I, I've left the theater like an hour ago, and so like for me, I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I guess you could accuse us of being sloppy or or, or or not like, but it's it's time travel, and time travel doesn't exist. So why try to make it? Accurate. Why? Well, Inception doesn't exist either. Right. But he spends every fifteen minutes of the script reinforcing the rules of yeah. the world and then maybe adding a little more and then <laughs> reminding you of stuff that they added. And it's just, it's a bunch of characters. I, I even believe there's a character that just, she's new to the world. So she's the one that has to be, that they have to explain to right. her everything. Like, Oh, well, she's that. Oh, what is this again? And they explain how yeah. it works. And then if you do this, then this happens. And I liked uh looper because yeah. they, there's the scene with Bruce Willis and young Bruce Willis Mm-hmm. And they they say we could sit here for an hour and yeah. draw it on a board. It doesn't like he's telling the audience, "Don't worry, you don't about want it. to know about yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you read a brief history of time, it's impossible to time travel unless you have a right and I don't a machine that it. goes faster than the speed of light. Which right. well, then I guess it is possible. Yeah, it could travel through a black hole, but that's pretty hard to do. Yeah, you don't get in a, in a washing machine and then wake up twenty years. In the past, right? That's, oh, it's that's just what like, yeah. Do you want it not to be fun, right? <laughs> I was. Or thinking, do you want to just enjoy the movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, Constantine, according to Darren, mm-hmm. busted uh, appeared in one arrow before yes. crossing over. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he so he was right. Oh, he had his own show. That's, that's right. What, oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Was, is it the same actor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, he I, had I, an NBC show like four right. years, five years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, I just remember I reading him in Swamp Thing. Yeah, you know, you, you know what Swamp Thing is? Yeah, no, I saw that movie. <laughs> it's a comic book, but with Adrian Barbeau, uh, that was the original one. But yeah. then it was remade later uh, with some someone else. Yeah, we'll never know who. But um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a great comic book. It was an Alan Moore written comic book. Yeah, um, and got into weird sort of uh, consciousness stuff. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it was great. And that's where John Constantine, that's where I first saw him. But uh, you, we've talked about on the show a lot about how shows, uh, just stuff in the news about lack of diversity yeah. in, in in movies and TV. And, yeah. and you have uh, uh, some an Iranian American woman. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got a very mixed right. race. You know, mm-hmm. It's a very mixed cast and you can bring lots of people in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, w- was that a, a a mandate, or did that just come about naturally? Um, I mean, I I don't know why it came about. I mean, I guess it's just <clears throat> you, 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 when you have like an ensemble, 
everybody needs a distinct voice or otherwise it becomes really confusing. If you know, if you could go through a scene and just be like, well, anybody could say that line and then anybody could say that line and anybody could, you know, it just become it just becomes like it's it's impossible to write unless everybody has like a totally unique voice and therefore right. everybody should be coming from uh, a different place and i guess it's like i don't know i always think of it it's like reality tv you know when they engineer uh what was the last reality show i saw what's the what was that mtv one where everybody lives in a road rules no uh, was this like mid 90s real Real, real world. world, yes. It's like the real world. You don't pick people uh, because they're going to totally agree about everything. You you want people who, you know, where, where there's attention to their points of view. And, you know, it would be super boring if everyone, you know. Like, but, but there's so like many... Like the three of us all agree on everything. Right. Because right. we're just three white guys. Yeah. Wait, wait two, two and a half. Excuse me? <laughs> Uh, but do you think that totally straight white guys do you think that two and a half it it helps that you have a pretty diverse writing staff you've got a couple Asian dudes Mm -hmm. you got a Indonesian guy right is Ray yeah Yeah. he's Indonesian right you'd have to you'd have to Wikipedia that oh okay well you have never asked what (laughs) this is Asians love this you say what are you (laughs) what are you yeah uh, and then you say, oh, no, I mean, where are you from? Oh, Cleveland. No, 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 no. Where are you really from? Can I touch your hair? <laughs> that doesn't happen. Oh, that but you've got, got uh, uh, several women. Mm-hmm. You've got um, a pretty diverse crew, uh, uh, writing staff. So yeah. do you think that's what generates that, that diversity in, in storytelling? Um, I think it does. I, I, I think it does, yeah. Um, but it, So it wasn't like Berlanti going like, Here's your mandate. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, the, the the place where you feel the, I mean, you do feel a, a, a push with directors. I, I mean, I think that was the most sort of wildly out of whack. How do you um, mean out of whack? I mean, like when I started writing 15 years ago, it was like 95%, you know, white men, mm-hmm. middle-aged or above. Right. Um, and... Uh, I think there's been an enormous scramble to try to rectify that, um, you know, and I think it's been like, you know, to me, uh, I mean, I think the, the, the benefit you get is yes, having different voices like gender, you know, ethnicity, whatever else is great, but like. White I mean, men still are the best directors. We're still, <laughs> no, we st- we're still we're number still, one. I think like youth is like the most interesting thing you can you can and i mean or especially as you get older it challenges you yeah and you know it's it's just cool to see you know what a young director of any whatever else is going on with them as a person it's just like they have a different way of looking at things and i don't know it's it's just cool to see how somebody chooses to do a job if they haven't done the job so many times that they become like you know ossified in whatever their choices are and it's just, you know, if somebody's doing a job for like the first time, it's much different than if somebody's doing it for the hundredth time. They just come in with a lot of hunger and a lot of like ingenuity and a lot to prove. And like, I don't know, I think that makes TV probably more interesting. Did that, having the uh, mixed, a mix of directors, you have Asian directors, mm-hmm. you had uh, yeah. women of yet, and, <laughs> yeah. but then you've got the Thai dude and... Yeah. Um, That's Asian. Yeah. 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 And... 
Uh, is Kevin Mock, is he Asian? No. Oh. No, is that an Asian name? I have a friend whose name is Mock. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but that was that was just a natural evolution, do you think? It was. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I've, 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 you know, Viet, we, we know him. Right. We, we've known him since he was an assistant editor. Since he was editor. a child. He's the one who set us up that for that, that yeah. podcast, like for uh, the V Mars podcast. Yeah. And then, uh, but you don't have as many women directors as Supergirl, right? I don't know. I don't Let's know. count. Who? Everybody just hold on. Okay. It'll take like 20 minutes. No, who okay. cares? <laughs> you know, who cares? But, but you know, the, the showrunner from, from that show for years, right? Um, Wasn't Allie the showrunner there? She, yeah, she, she, she left. Oh, she yeah. left. Oh, okay. I think she's doing Dynasty now. Oh, Dynasty. Dynasty. Oh, that's cool. Cool. That got that's on the bubble, right? Or did no, it get renewed? I think renewed? it got picked up. Oh, that's good. Yeah. When are you gonna have a crossover with the Dynasty? That would be. I, I, I mean, did you see that? I wanted to see the Scooby Doo Supernatural crossover. That that seemed cool. Oh, that happened. <laughs> yeah. With like with like Sarah Michelle Geller and no 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 cartoon. They did, a, they did the Scooby Doo cartoon. I've never even seen Supernatural. It's been around for how many seasons? Is it's it still a fifteenth season or fourteen? No, seriously. Yeah, it's, it's that is crazy. Yeah, and it's still on, right? Yeah, yeah. Those dudes like have a plane. They like commute to Austin yeah. from Vancouver in a plane. The the actors are the yeah. That's why you go fifteen seasons. Well, thirteen. Let's not go crazy, guys. Well, okay, thirteen. Yeah. That doesn't have, exist have guys, anymore. Have you guys ever seen an episode? Um, yeah, I interviewed on the show for season two. Oh. So I saw the, the first two seasons. Man, you could be running that show. Yeah. Oh, I know. What the heartbreak. The heartbreak of a writer. I know. Uh, speaking of which, yeah. is it okay if we keep peppering you with questions? Sure, the longs are easy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, like you've had, you and Steve both have had jobs that, that you've been up for that you've not gotten. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you guys deal with that? Like, that, <laughs> like, as advice for writers who are, you know, who are trying to be persistent and they're told, like, oh, continue to be persistent, but it's tough, right? You but, root against the show and and hope that it fails. So, your like, first move. you were up for Lost in Space to, to run oh, the show. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that, I pitched that. Yeah. You, you pitched it. Okay. I pitched it, yeah. And then, and then now it's, it's, premiering this month on the netflix uh-huh yeah. does, it, does it resemble your show at all no. uh i i don't i haven't seen it oh, because you wish it ill i d <laughs> well no i just don't i don't I, I don't know i just yeah yeah what well, i just don't think about it yeah uh, it's not meant to be right so just so you move on and the writing isn't about that one show it's about just the process of writing sure right all right <laughs> What like what was the show that you wanted most but didn't? Thirty get? Rock, oh. Diversity Hire. Oh, mm. we got to get someone else. Although I was just talking to a friend who runs a very uh, successful network cartoon, uh -huh. and uh, I found out that they split it into two rooms. He mm -hmm. runs one room. Carlock. Who? Uh, Robert Carlock. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say any names. Oh no, I thought you were talking the, about Thirty Rock. No, no, no. This is this is a, a guy that runs a current network cartoon oh, oh and it's split into two rooms he, he's our age and then the other guy is old school yes yeah, the cartoon's right. been on for a while right and 20 something years go figure I, we're I, not going to name any names i'm not going to name any names um and uh, the uh, the older guy because of, of a diversity hire because of the wga literally went out and just found a african national 
like a guy that's never written comedy. He's not funny. And they just br- like, what are you doing? They just brought some guy in who, you know, fit the profile. And they're like, he doesn't have any good ideas. He's, but scoop- it's not that hard to find funny people out there. I think he's, an, he's an old school guy. He's an old cranky comedy guy who yeah. just said, all right, I'll, you want diversity? Meet Ungugu. And this guy is just like, I don't speak English. It's like the guy from fucking the, the Tom Hanks movie. Like, I'm the captain now. Like, no, 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 no. I, I, like, pitch us some jokes. And he's like, I, I, what, what, what is this? I don't believe that's I, true. It's 100%, I do not believe that's 100% true. true. But we'll never know because we don't know what show you're talking about. So, All right. I made all that up. All right. Yes. Good story, though. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, oh, the characters in... Oh, who... who Darren, he's oh, what does he want? He, he was talking about check. Inception. He yeah. he listed all the characters, and in case you didn't know what the film was about, it's about movie making. That's oh. your interpretation of it, and, oh, and your movie is about whatever you want it to be about. When you no, The Shining it. is definitely about how he faked the moon landing. Oh, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's clear. That's pretty clear. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. That's room two thirty-seven. Is that right? Uh-huh. I believe so. Yeah. 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 We so. we have run out of things to do as a society. If yeah. you're picking apart a pretty meh Kubrick movie, uh, you think that's a meh one? Uh, what, what, I, Shining's great. What, what should I start with for my kids? What's a good like? Wait, start, Kubrick, starter Kubrick. Kubrick. Oh, I go right into Barry, Barry Lyndon. Yeah, Barry yeah, Lyndon, right, right yeah. away. Kids Brian love that. Just like oh, they're just sitting in a room with, a, with a candle. And a half it's hours. only my candle. Yeah, for three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if I could, I saw it as a seven-year-old. My parents took me to see it. Wow. Then, if it, that's okay I, for me, then that explains volumes <laughs> yeah, about yeah. you. Yeah, but definitely <laughs> a seven-year-old watching Barry Lyndon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when at does, the Palo Alto where Square. Where are the Wookies, Mom? Like, no, no, we're not going to see Star Wars. You came but, out around Star Wars, yeah, yeah, right? It was like yeah. mid seventies. Uh, it's like seventy-five, I think. Uh, it was a little before. Yeah. Where's the shark, Mom? No, no, there's no shark in this one. There's a lot of only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of Ryan O'Neill and like that, dueling with people. That seems like neglect, like parental neglect, yeah. right? To take your kid, your seven-year-old, to that. That's it's like taking your three-year-old to see Friday the Thirteenth Part mm. Twelve. You know, do you want to introduce your kids to Co- the Kubrick Canon? I or do. Horror. Okay. Remember, yeah. remember, they're not right in the head, and they go to public. school. Uh, they go to oh, so they're public school ding dongs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then eyes wide shut. Yeah, eyes wide. <laughs> <laughs> right, right there. What we need to do next is fuck. And they turned you dead. What the? Well, it's a, a meditation on sexuality and what's the one where they rob the the racetrack lucky logan yes logan oh lucky? we've seen that multiple times <laughs> logan lucky right no the kubrick one oh. the killers the killers okay that's a good one okay that's a good one to start with yeah that's just first one. and then right into barry linden yeah <laughs> then right into clockwork orange mm-hmm. then back into barry linden because you've missed some stuff and then spartacus right spartacus is good oh yeah yeah yeah, that's a good one yeah. to start with. All right, hold on. Here I we go. I think Paths of Glory, maybe that, right? Yeah. Paths of Glory. I've never seen it. It's Kirk, rough. Kirk Douglas? It's rough. It's awesome. It's great, it's but great. I don't know if kids want to sit through that. Hey, everybody, tweet in your favorite <laughs> your favorite Kubrick film. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is such a Los Feliz daycare conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was showing Quinoa Paths of Glory. He, he didn't appreciate the tracking shots yeah. uh, through the trenches. So yeah, Check out his blog entry so here. We, we pivoted to Cassavetes and we started with Shadows. <laughs> and then we went, de- we went deep. We did Mini and Moscovitz. We really, I really remember enjoyed. trying to watch one Cassavetes movie and being like, nope. Really? Yeah. You didn't love Cassavetes? Yeah. I studied with a guy in film school who has a 
there's like a, a PhD in him. Like he is the the authority on him. And I watched every Cassavetes, and I will never watch a Cassavetes movie. <laughs> See again? Yeah, they're rough. Yeah, I, I've never well, seen one. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything. Wasn't Seymour Cassell, was that his sort of guy? In every one. Yeah. And the, the, the mini in Moskowitz, which is a very rare one, like no one knows of it. Yeah. It's actually kind of a romantic comedy with Seymour Cassell and Jenna Rollins. Jenna Rollins. Uh-huh. And it's actually kind of good. It's kind of cute huh. and has a light ending. And the rest are just, ugh. Do you, do you want some good Seymour Cassell uh, trivia? Who doesn't? Okay. Do you know he's responsible for giving Slash his name? Because he, Gu- he cut him in prison? No, he was like, his kid was friends with Saul Hudson before he was Slash. And I guess... Saul Hudson is Slash's name? I think name? that's his name. But I think there was a, a the story I heard where, where he was just The guy just that like, wrote Seize the Day... Oh, that's Saul Bellow. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm mixing up my Saul. I guess like Saul Hudson. Seymour Cassell was like, ah, you're just like a Slash and Burn kind of kid, aren't you? When he was like a little kid running around. And somehow that stuck as slash seminal character actor seymour cassell named slash i think so that's great trivia i hope that's true (laughs) even if you made it up i like it (laughs) and i'm gonna repeat it it says a family friend gave him the nickname slash because he was constantly in motion Mm -hmm. oh there you go um that's a great piece in my mind it's always bert from rushmore yeah completely gave him his name yeah just like like as a sweetest man (laughs) in in the world even though he probably wasn't anything like that but ernest borgnine did name axel rose i mean that's like everybody (laughs) Everybody knows that that. don't even bring that up (laughs) w axel rose uh so do you have you guys been watching wild wild country on netflix that's been the big binge thing have you watched it no so it's about the Bhagwan Rajneesh who had this yeah, oh, right. cult yeah, yeah. in in Oregon in the eighties or seventies. Yeah. So starting in A the seventies, cult. Yeah. The, the um, Rolls Royce, uh, yeah, something. And but he like you know they interviewed like this Hollywood like lawyer who uh-huh. who was like oh I represented Seals and Croft and got burned out you know too much coke <laughs> and then whatever Seals and no I don't remember I, I was air like supply that. were too much yeah, for yeah, me yeah, I, yeah. I had to get I, out I needed to slow down <laughs> and then but then all these very successful people went to this cult because they're looking for a spiritual awakening. Yes. And then as he, like the Bhagwan, he was very enterprising uh-huh. and like he, he did not believe that like in, he believed that power came through, through commerce. And, <laughs> right. And like, and he built all these, these cities. What does that mean? Like he raised money basically. He, oh, okay. He got, got people to, but isn't that what all religions do? Don't they raise money? No, b- because some, especially in India, there's not a lot of rich people. But he would right. But he came to Oregon where there are. But rich he made people. money there in, in in oh he did India yeah. Okay. And so he had this ashram where like he had the people who are architects design like the buildings and like his whole thing is like if you're not working you're not part of the the cult and like everybody worked their ass off huh. like and, and then they manufactured all their own clothes and they sold they published books and all this stuff they had a printing press. And it's really fascinating. And these people, except when you see them doing their sex cult stuff. Like, yeah, talk about that a little bit. I'm, I'm curious about uh, that. Well, I'm not fully through it, but there, there is like... They make you wait episode-wise to get to it's, the... It's uh, a little slow. I, I've fallen asleep. And I basically it, need to watch like a... Did you see their first... They're the guys who did the baseball documentary, right? Oh, I guess so. And then the yeah. Duplass brothers are EPs oh. on it. Um, but yeah, it's... It's well done, but it's just really 
it's a they're really drawing it out right um hmm. but i guess my question yeah is like i don't think that people joined it with the promise of having sex with whatever yeah but you know, you know that's coming you don't join a cult and you're no, not the, surprised by the sort of the sex like apparently clause. people re- really were like like he was a really magnetic character and when these people talk about him they talk about him with such reverence of him like glowing and him just like pour out an outpouring of love and all that stuff this may ask a, a, a nomenclature question when did they consider themselves a cult like is no. that, they don't say like come join us the cult is meeting friday like that's a word we use yeah yeah and so it. people aren't saying well i want to join a cult i want to be brainwashed and have uh, weird sex with uh, groups of people like they're they're joining a religion yes so what's a, what defines it as a cult i think what defines it as a cult is a a loss of autonomy and and just a, a yeah, well, I don't know. What would you? I, 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 I think a cult is is kind of like a weaponized word when you want to like, you know, denigrate a religion, right? Sure. I yeah, mean, yeah. So yeah. I mean, they don't use the word. They, yeah. they say we're, or, you we're know, the we're, Catholic cult, right? The Mormon cult. I think um, it's okay. Here's what the Merriam-Webster says, and you know they wouldn't lie. Give it a great toast here. Yeah, a, re- a religion regarded as unorthodox or spurious. Uh, a great. I, I think that there's. Yeah. What does that mean? But pretty much every religion has an aspect of it that could fit that definition. I'm sure the uh, Lutherans were thought as of a cult. When, when I were. use the term, I mean that it's. There's a, a closed offedness about it. There's a secrecy to it, a, a lack of transparency, and a there's a, a sort of destruction of the the personality to to subsume themselves into a, a greater the, giving to the group more than themselves. But I mean, there, there, I mean, there's a there's a beneficent version of that, a communal sort of. Well, I think that's how they would have described themselves. I mean, that's what they're aspiring to at, a, at least at the beginning, most. Cults. So you've seen a little bit of the doc. Did, did did he start with good intentions? Yeah, I think so. And then I mean, just the sex was so delicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> once you've once you've had sex with a nine year old, you're like, fuck, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Well, do you guys know anybody who's been in a cult? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we maybe know the same person. Oh, right. Um, I guess so. I knew someone who, who grew up in a cult. Yeah, yeah, and then. And then my wife is in a cult. She's she's in the cult of Netflix. And oh, is that what the Bhagwan? Oh, well, is Scientology considered a cult? I consider it a cult. But Absolutely. I know people who have been in Scientology. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Are they in it now? Uh, no, they got out. And do they th- think of it fondly? Uh, I don't communicate with them. But they oh. moved out to Los Angeles. Got in in, in uh, trenched in Milton Casales's Beverly Hills Playhouse which is an acting studio mm. that is run by a Scientologist and it's very mm. uh, results oriented. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not very actory. It's very give out your headshots to casting directors and do this and do that. And I, I watched him slowly kind of lose his mind. Yeah. I mean, I've worked with Scientologists that, um, I mean, it, it, it works as a, uh, you know, as a means of keeping people like focused on their careers. Like I've certainly worked with people who like, you know, they were, go on, you know, what is the phone number? No, I mean, I, I, yeah, but 
No, I'm just saying it's it. Uh, yeah, maybe it is a cult, but like, man, I, I've it worked, works. I would Scientologists. It's a successful cult. Actors who are on the stick. I mean, Beck is still churning it out. You know, Dude, maybe, but maybe the, it works. Is he really deep in it? Is Beck? Well, I know he was born into it, but yeah. But he, is he still active in the church? Do you think? I I don't think he's denounced it. Mm. Well, there's a a there's a group called Nexium, uh-huh. and it's uh. It was a sort of a self-empowerment course uh-huh. that people take. And it was, they had these executive success programs. And this guy, Keith Rainier, he he was the mastermind behind it. And it was all, like basically focused on women. And it was... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What, what? This one? Was this the... It resulted in him like where he was branding the women like on their hips. Like with... Like searing their flesh. Branding. Searing their flesh Not, yeah. with a, an actual metal brand. Okay. And uh, he and then he would force them onto these low calorie diets because he really liked skinny girls and he had sex with them. And like he basically had his, his harem of women and made a shitload of money. But uh, like 3,700 people women i guess mostly mm-hmm. joined uh including and i guess there was a, a an actress from smallville and i should have it here but i don't but she uh started she was in the cult for a while and then she brought in another actress from S- smallville yeah and i'll get their names in just a second but, Kristen. well allison oh, oh yeah christian crook was yeah. the the she played lana lang she was the right. first one and then she brought in allison mack right. and then allison mack became like the right hand woman right and she would go out and recruit other like sexy young actresses to to be in the cult and like i guess on the brand on if you looked at it one way you saw his initials and if you looked at it the other way you would see her initials. Where, where did the brand go on on their hip i believe okay. or on their yeah, something like that but uh and whatever became of this Oregon cult, it, it, it I'm sure it takes a dark turn. Yeah, yeah. It's it, no longer there. It's and, no longer there. And he was, was it like mini Waco? No, I don't no. think it was that that bad, but uh I haven't gotten to the end yet. And oh. I could look it up, but uh oh, now I'm curious. Yeah, but he died. He died as, uh, after he I think he was deported and, and then he died soon after that. But but they were their whole thing was they wanted to build their utopia. Mm. The, this a town of ten thousand in in Eastern Oregon, like, yeah. Well, because Utopia? that's Utopia. Yeah, in because, Eastern Oregon. Yeah, because that's where they could find a, a buy a lot of land for very little money. All right. Why and wouldn't they go to like Malibu? Because that's a lot of. It's expensive. Well, I thought. Oh, should they? I don't know. He had like a hundred Rolls Royces, right? Thirty-three, something like that. Okay. Fifty, whatever. He should have put that into better real estate. Yeah. yeah. I would have joined. <laughs> I don't want to. But go like to they, they got a lot of resistance. Like. But if if you had a lot of money, couldn't you, shouldn't you just be able to open your own city, town? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, but it, th- that was his original goal to create a utopia that yeah. the, that the world had had grown so horrible. He had a new system, yeah, a new way way of of uh, of existing as a community, and then. He just wanted Rolls Royces. Yeah. But while you're there in the cult, don't you, aren't you going like, I'm working an 18 hour day building his fucking whatever. Why is he in a Rolls Royce? Wouldn't you be mad? Wouldn't you revolt? Wouldn't you? No, because he. I don't think I would be a good cult member. No, I don't think you would be. I no. think it, it, it attracts a certain type of person who's just looking for answers, right? I feel like there's anti-Semitism in there somewhere. <laughs> in what I just said? 
No, no. Jews don't make good no, no. cult members. They're like, <laughs> looking, too, many what, what, no. too many questions. Too many questions. And what are we doing? And how is this like, going to happen I, at my back? I'm, and, I can't sit like that. I for, cannot oh. eat this pork. What are, you, what are we doing? Yeah, I still can't believe Jews made the pyramids. I think that that's it, that's that's, hoax? that's 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 fake news. <laughs> I've um, that side of my family. They they're not builders. They're not lifters. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Does that doesn't interest you at all? That the whole cult. Oh, having phenomenon? having a, a sex cult, one hundred percent. I mean, having I your just, own sex I don't, cult. I don't think like I have the the, the magnetism. The, yeah, I, I think you do. I, I, look, we we have like we have a dozen listeners who are a dozen there. or so listeners. I, I I don't I don't know what the the advantage is other than you don't pay taxes, right? They're they're like a traditional religion. Yeah, they don't. That's that's kind of the scam, isn't that? I guess so. Yeah, isn't the Scientologist? And no offense to Scientologists who are listening. Oh, every I'm, offense. I'm not. To... I'm not trying to offend them, but uh, they, they. I think he did that for tax reasons. Oh, right. Yeah. Isn't that the the whole the whole okay. point of getting that status, not paying taxes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I like that part of it. <laughs> so you, I'm sorry. You're saying what was it anti-Semitic about? I don't know. I, I just, don't know. I just I feel I feel a wave of anti-Semitism coming from you right now. From me? Yeah. I don't know why. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you have a beef with me? <laughs> I have a beef. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. He emailed me. And it's like uh, okay. I so I, I you invited me and my lovely wife to 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 some drinks on Friday. Yeah. And I showed up without her. Yeah. And the first thing out of your mouth was oh. I wasn't, you, you thought I was serious, which was to insult me in front of a whole group of people. Uh-huh. And, and then the other day I was telling my wife about it. Oh yeah, Marty just had to immediately punch down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we were here, I was here at New Year's, I just flown in from Mexico City, decided to come by and you got real drunk and you, in the vestibule as we were leaving, you started punching me <laughs> and attacking me. And then I thought, does Marty do this with his other friends? Does he no, ever? just, just, just me. Just because he, I, I love of, you so none much. None of your little Yale buddies you, you try and beat up in, in the hallway. Why, like, why do you... Why are you so mad at me? You oh. you seem like an older brother. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I, which is the way I treated my younger sister. God God rest her soul. Yeah, but she's still alive. Yeah, she's still alive, but she's yeah. a mess. Yeah, but what what is it about me that makes you want to attack? You're 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 very much like a bully around me, and I don't, I just right. no, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, are we still on anti-Semitism? Yeah, yeah, a little cool. bit. It's because I hate Jews. <laughs> hey, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> I won the podcast. <laughs> All right, thank you. We'll see you next. Never, I know you we're don't done. hate you. I, you're just you're angry at me. Oh, it's no, I, no, and no. I don't. I Marty, don't know why. Marty punches me a, a good bet. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've just never seen it, and and you did take great glee in front of everyone at that house, saying, "Oh, I didn't really mean to invite you." And uh, okay, but you, you are a younger brother, so mm. were you picked on? And now are you? Oh passionate? no, no. My my sisters were nothing but supportive. But that's that's not true, though, right? What I thought you got like locked up. No, in a room once. No, for a long, like in a sewer. You you make you, you concoct these like really? mythologies. Uh, no, okay. I, I was very very well. So you're angry at everyone. It's not just no me. no mostly you. mostly you. Yeah. What is it about me that makes you so angry? You have like if we could read through the our messages our SMSs. <laughs> Please do not. That would explain a lot of of the the sort of the the. I am a poke level. I do poke people. Yes. Like yeah. when I, I just remember, God, what was it? I was just mentioning the other day, someone revealed a tiny piece 
of personal information mm. when I worked with them, and then I just used it over and over. And I said, "You shouldn't. You should not give Hannibal Lecter <laughs> a, uh, a, a a blunt imp- implement. Like yeah. I will use it, but mm-hmm. I, I a straight razor, a straight razor. But mm-hmm. I, I just I've thought about all the times that you've tried to hit me or oh. like like to insult me in front of people. Oh, and it's I, the best. And I thought, well, why that you don't you don't do that to other people. Oh no! Isn't it like the game? He's isn't that negging on you? Yeah, I'm negging. You're you. negging a yeah. lot. Yeah. I will soon own your ass. Yeah. Okay, you you're, gonna have, you're gonna have a brand on you I, before you know I, it. I, I'm Steve? in the cult of you. No, Steve, I will, I will be nothing but loving no, to you. I, I'm not from at, now on. I, it has clearly. I, I am not. I've, I've, I totally deserve it. And when people attack back, as my wife often does, because I attack her constantly. You poke her. I, oh, nonstop. <laughs> Eight years in, or uh, eight years ago, she, I started impersonating her as an elderly Jewish woman, as my grandmother, and she said, "Please don't do the voice." And I do the voice every day without fail by telling me, "Don't do the voice." Does that she is, know now not to tell she's you just, not to do? It. At a certain point, she goes, "Please, Please just, do the just, voice. Just do the voice and get it out of the way." <laughs> I, I'm not a three foot tall elderly <laughs> Jewish woman from Miami Beach. I'm seven feet tall, blonde and thin. So for anybody, that's, that's not what I hear. I hear. Where do you want to go for dinner, Steve? <laughs> My feet are tired. Rub them, please. Rub me. She's <laughs> like, I don't sound like that. Like that's what I hear. That's what it gets. That's what. She- if you could, yeah. is it is it my uh, my uh, racist Asian voice that I do? Is the, that what annoys you? The fact that you? Steve said, "Please don't read my our SMSs." Oh, please like, don't, like, <laughs> don't do it. That would that explains everything. Does it annoy so you that I that, who I, are just that like, I did a fake uh, recording of your mother's? No, I played uh, it. I played to, it for my mother at your wedding. I played it for my and mother. your and then I and then I backed it up with I, I actually sat in a room and recorded your mom giving your toast, and then I did your dad. Did, did, does that annoy you? No? no. Okay. No, okay. Okay. No. Hey, because if you, I, I have had people say you're you're pushing too hard, and I say I, I'm, I'm a sensitive person, but I do, I want to find the line. <laughs> I will push until I find it, and then people say, yeah, yeah, you're, you've gone too far. Keep pushing. Okay. Yeah. Keep, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Yeah. Keep pushing. Okay. All right. But uh, why did you do that when I when I showed up at at the at the uh, just because I I think I was reviewing some of our texts and I was like that it's man. so uh, it's my text to you or what annoying no you? you you just have this uh, this dickish quality d- a dickish quality that yeah. that is I think one of the the foundations of of our friendship you know <laughs> you and like dick no I mean it's it's we've established a rapport of of dickishness okay. And so, and I, I'm not, I, but if Steve's the dick, who, who, how do you imagine yourself? Oh, I'm a dick too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just different kinds of dicks. Different kinds of dicks. We're space yeah. docking in the gay but world. But see, the difference is like, <laughs> we're just putting our tips together. The, the SMS, the, that's the, a good Kubrick movie to start with. <laughs> 2001? Space dicks. Space, space dicks. dicks. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. When it's, with that dildo's <laughs> wow. tumbling through the air and wow. then, and turns into a space dick. Don't, don't, don't. Wait, what is it? Uh, but I would never do that to you if you showed up. I know. So, the, I, so I the difference insult. is, I wasn't thinking about the rest. Was Marty of the drunk? People. Oh yeah, I was uh, well, no, you're Ma- Ma- Marty's a. Uh, you're uh, an angry drunk. He's a, he's a Jekyll Hyde drunk. Yeah, Jekyll Hyde drunk. See, that's I'm 100 percent the opposite. He used he, to be a narcoleptic drunk. Oh, I still am a little bit. Did you? Well, once we we thought he had like a carbon monoxide problem because every time we went over to his house, like at 9:30, he would just like pass out on the carpet. Yeah. And, and, and you could you you couldn't you, I was, couldn't wake was, him up. It was like I had posable, you know. It's yeah. like, uh, or maybe it is photos. drinking because all of these instances yeah, that I was, was remembering, drinking. it was New Year's Just Eve angry and, drunk. and you just mm-hmm. were 
You're just pa- pounding me with your fists yeah. as I was trying to put my shoes on and leave. I just like, what, that was fun. What did, what, it wasn't fun for me. <laughs> it was really fun. Okay. So you're an angry drunk. Uh, sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> New Year's Eve and uh, I drank too much on Friday. Night. Okay. Yeah. We all did, but I, yeah. I, I'm, well, okay. I'm the same right, level here, here, of dick. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't, don't come near me. Don't come near me. Go he's, away. Go away. Gonna, no, 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 no. no, no. Oh, he's talking. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Stevie. No, no, no I'm not. I, I, it, it's, it's not from a place of anger. I just was curious if you did it to other people because I, I, I am yes. on the receiving end of it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you, you, but you deserve it maybe a little more. I, I am not disagreeing with you. Once a certain drunk person put, not me, mm-hmm. put Phil in a trash can yeah. and made him like, like... The quote I remember was, I don't want to... Can I, you can curse on this? Yeah. Uh, was it one fucking hair on your fucking blonde head? Yeah, because he, because he, I, was, he I, was just standing there and, and she, she yeah. wanted you to be in, in the, the trash, trash can. can. Yeah. Like and, submerged and in the trash complied, can. And you complied. Sure, I'm a pleaser, people but, pleaser. But it did not make you happy. No, no. no. You don't feel good about yourself after you <laughs> submerged yourself. I was happy to get in the trash can, but I thought that that was going too far. Yeah, yeah. that was, and, yeah. We, people do crazy things when they're drunk. No, not an excuse. No. Uh, speaking of drunk, Cassandra Cardenas, it's mm-hmm. her birthday today. Tweet at her, and I hope she has a, a fun celebration tonight. Her sister is in town, I think, uh, or coming to town. So that that's very exciting. So at Cass Cardenas, wish her a happy birthday. Thank and you for quelling my beef. Beef, oh. beef quelled. No. Okay, good. That's I'm good. Glad. Because it was discussed with the wife. I did, I did say, why does Marty attack me all the time? Do you and like, yell at me? And, do you like the hug, though? Was it no, good? that was weird. And w- what are you wearing? Good slacks. I, I want to talk about the pants. Yeah, what are you wearing? Okay, so Marty is wearing a blue uh, polo shirt tucked into a pair of can, chinos. Can we get the 360? And he's wearing a brown belt. Yeah. And he's wearing his house slippers. Those, so are, that, those are Vicky pants, for sure. No, I picked them out. So are you going... We're, interview uh, I, I, you, you look like <laughs> you, might, you might be grabbing a tiki torch at some point i'm gonna grab a tiki torch <laughs> saying the uh, jews will not replace us and they're like uh i, I don't think uh, that guy fits in here maybe we should push him to the back <laughs> we do when the media shows up uh yeah are there chinese racists no <laughs> are you kidding my father-in-law is my father all every every old asian man i know is a, a racist basically. no well marty where did you get your name uh, Martin Luther King, fifty years ago. Oh, you my God. and yeah, it's not to date you, but oh, well, you can date me or casual. Yeah. Keep, keep it casual. But, so why are no. you dressed this way? You look very dressed up for you. Oh, well, but it's dressed up in a certain way. It's not like a a cool dressed up. Yeah, you. Look, what, what would I look? What do I look like? <laughs> like like a dad who's got to cut off early from work to go coach little league. In, in t- no, that would be untucked. That that would be well. You, but you're you've just left um, right. the oh. accounting office. Of, oh, uh, you, Saperstein, and you. That's a very, very you. casual. <laughs> Saperstein and you is very cash. Well, it's casual know, Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's tax season, so no one needs to put on a suit. I, mean, I think it could be like a boys' golf trip, like to the. To okay, now we're getting Georgia. at something. So. That's what I could see. Okay, like if yeah. So I have an audition today, like okay. right after the the show, and it is to. They said. Uh, golf you're casual. supposed to be a, a, prof, a golf pro and, oh. and you're supposed to look like you've won some whatever you're supposed to be like look like a professional golfer not too 
in shape. I was like, done. Um, but <laughs> not too in shape. Yeah. And so uh, for LA, that means ridiculously thin. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I won't get it. But TV, they, TV normal weight. Yeah. I've never held a golf club in my hand that wasn't on a mini putt. Mm. Thing. Oh, you're going to have to hold a golf club? I hope not because I will look like a fucking chump. Oh, I can help you. I, I can. Right. I've held a golf club. Oh, really? Are you yeah. good at golf? No. But I was a caddy when I was young and yeah. I, I played a little bit. They let us play on the course. So. Oh. So you're, a, and what is the, can you say the brand? Or you're I'm not, not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. But well, if you see me as a titleist. No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a product or whatever. It's a service, a financial services mm. company. Oh, so you've got, you've got the golf, you've got the putter over your shoulder and, and you're talking to camera. Yeah. I guess somebody's so. retired and yeah. sort of enjoying mm-hmm. their twilight years. Uh, what do you mean, Bill? My mutual funds are doing great. Yeah. My fidelity is there for me when I'm golfing. Yeah, but don't want to hold that golf club right now. Just want to stretch. And... Does this club allow Jews? <laughs> no. That's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> I'm in. That is my absolute favorite part of the movie Chinatown when they go to the old folks' home when Jack Nicholson and the late the lady in it, I don't know, uh, fade down fade, away. Yeah. And they say, do you accept Jews here? And they say, I'm sorry, we don't. He said, that's exactly what dad <laughs> would want to hear. <laughs> oh. that, that movie's incredible. Yes, it's a good movie. But that scene especially. Yeah. Also, somebody tweeted at me the other day that the King of Comedy is now on Amazon Prime. I've and never you, seen If King you've King never comedy. seen the movie The King of Comedy... You should really see the really? movie The King of Comedy. It's De Niro as a funny person? Uh, kind of? No, it's not a It's not it's a, not a ha-ha funny, although uh, I laughed quite a bit. And it is the screen debut of Sandra S- Bernhardt. Yeah. Sarah? Sandra? Sandra. 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 And she is bananas good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jerry Lewis is really good. And it is a movie, it's like 1980 or 81. Right. It is so ahead of its time. It yeah. is someone so desperate to get into show business that they do something insane which is now yeah you release a sex tape or you run for president right. or what whatever but yeah. it is i i think it's better than taxi driver because i think it's creepier it, was, it, it taxi driver I can, I can, is it the first movie it's after, after taxi yeah, driver yeah, and it was like at the height of of scorsese's coke usage like who was it yeah and apparently like like you know, it was I feel a, a like nightmare production. I feel yeah. like a little bit of Larry David's DNA is in in it. Uh, curb your enthusiasm, wise. There there are scenes that are so. Does it feel loose like that? No, it just feels uncomfortable. Okay, like am I supposed to laugh at this? Yeah. He, I don't want to ruin the movie, yeah. but there are moments when he's doing things, and you're like, just just go, just go. Oh, he's gonna stay, and then he right. and he, and he right. asks again, yeah. and he keeps asking, and it's. It, it, it's a it's a funny that's a release of tension. Yeah, rather my, my, than, my my wife can't watch that kind no, of no, no, comedy. It's, no, like it's just just uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it, really good movie. It's, it's a great movie. But and then after that, apparently, like he had a, a rough patch, and then he his comeback movie after that was, of Scorsese, uh, was After Hours. After Hours, and another was, great one. Yeah, which I was yeah. one of my favorite. You movies. Ma- you made me watch that for the first time. So good. Yeah. Cheech and Chong. Cheech. They're in a Scorsese movie. They, yeah. they, uh, they must have looked at each other every night like, we're in a Scorsese movie. <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah. But, but yeah, well, see King of Comedy, I think it's better than... than uh, taxi. It's Taxi Driver. It's, it's, a cra- it's an unhinged, crazy person. Yeah. But it's more interesting than Taxi Driver. I, I, I can't... I don't like it that much. Taxi like, Driver. I, I can't connect with it. It's just... Ugh. He's so odd and yeah, yeah diff- difficult to connect with. I could understand someone trying to break into show business, but then you go in into his, into his head and he's, he is, uh, he's not quite there. The scenes with him and his mom, which is Scorsese's mom 
Yeah. And she's just off camera. Oh, his, oh. Um, so, uh, oh, so, so good. Watch it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dude, Done. When are you going to show your kids Scorsese? I was just thinking, <laughs> Don't show what, them what do we start with? Hugo. Yeah. Um, no, I was just looking up. Uh, there there are country clubs in, in L.A. that were... And, were Anti- Anti-Semitic? Anti-Semitic no, for years. They are. Years. They are. They still they are, are, right? They still are. Like, so, like, I, I know that Wilshire yeah. is one right... In but the, how do they know the you're heart Jewish? Of a Jewish neighborhood, and I have a friend who lives in that neighborhood. And he's like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't join that club yeah. if I wanted to." It, it, but is it looks like do you have to look Jewish? I mean, they they do a blood test, really, you know? and if you're it's midichlorians, <laughs> yeah, it's like the force, yeah. No, oh, they do dear. they do the thing test. They take a hot wire, and if your blood jumps out from the th- oh yeah, 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 then it uh, they just put a like a piece of bacon in front of you and like go ahead eat it, go ahead go ahead shmuel, enjoy some mm-hmm. bacon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they, what's the euphemism they use? Is it is it industry types? And that's the code, right? Uh, I guess so. I don't uh, know. I think they, they say industry types. Okay. They discourage industry types. Really? I think so. But how do you know? I mean, you could change your name and you, you know, go to IMDb page. I don't I'm know. sure. I'm sure a couple Jews snuck under the wire, but or snuck under the through the so filter. So currently, in modern day in this city, I couldn't join a golf club because of as of. Ten years ago, when we went over to our friend's house and we were admiring yeah. the view off the back porch, and we're like, "Oh, is that the, is that the sixteenth hole?" And but that that's right. Is yeah. that the person you're talking yeah. about? Oh, we're like, well, that is another. Jew yeah, I and we're like, "Oh, do you do you belong?" And he's like, "No, they they no don't don't take my kind." <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's insane. It's fucking crazy. Wow, that's awesome. But I mean, you know, yeah. Augusta, right? Uh, was a segregated club until mm-hmm. I imagine, and they did not. Too recently, they didn't accept women. I think like Condi Rice was the first woman who was accepted there. Really, something like that. Um, now I gotta look that up. Look that up. Go on. Go it's on. It's always Keep golf. Talking. It's all golf clubs. They're. It's, it's never anything I would want to join. Yeah, it's like a Baskin Robbins doesn't uh, not allow Jews. It's always golf. Say that again. No, it's just it's it always seems to be golf clubs that are that are segregated or or maybe this is ones we hear about. But it, it, I'm not a golfer, so it, it doesn't doesn't affect me whatsoever. Yeah, uh, Condi Rice and Darla Moore, who's a part of a private investment firm, they were the first two women allowed into Augusta National. Is I, this going to be roaming through your head as you audition? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is fucking. I hate golf, like I like especially as a Californian. Yeah, it, it is. Evil. One of the most obscene, yeah. like wastes of money and land and water. I mean, like Vegas, like the the climate of Las Vegas and has Palm been Springs. changed by the number of golf courses. Yeah, and Palm and the Springs amount as well. Of irrigation. Yeah, yeah. It's it's try being terrible. a caddy. It is the worst. Oh yeah, how was that? Oh, it sucked. Is it? It's dumb. Oh, but the guys are nice though. Right? Oh, they're super nice guys. Yeah. Super fun guys. Did you mm-hmm. get ripped though from like? No, I was no? ten. I was uh, a little kid. Ripped ten year old. No, no <laughs> you just got tired and hot, and I went. I worked half a day and I made ten dollars. Yeah. Is that is that good? It was just like a summer job, right? Uh, no, it's just rich assholes. So just keep my head down and then like line up my feet and. Just and I was asking you how do, how does the the te- the the what's the thing where the you break. putt? What's the, the, the yeah the break? The and break I was like, yeah. I would just make it up. I don't. Like, what I'm out here with a protractor <laughs> on my day off studying the fucking <laughs> green. I'd say to the right. It was always to the right. He's like, oh, yeah. thanks. And he, oh, I missed it. Like, I, uh, no tip for you. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, Steve. That's how you suffered. But I golfed that. a little bit, and it's I like like uh, driving ranges, but like a, a full. I, I golfed a full eighteen holes once. It is an absolute That's waste day, of day. Right? It's a whole waste yeah. of a day. You but, could be doing so much with your life. Well, you could yeah. be president and do. Wait, well, shoot. But didn't Obama golf a lot too? Not. I, I, I'm not trying to compare. No, no, no. I, I know yeah. he's he's a better was a better president. Yeah, yeah, no, but but I mean, no, seriously. <laughs> I will. You know what? I will. Con- I, I'll concede oh, wow. it. I'll concede it. I, I it was it was neck and neck for a while. <laughs> what a dick! What? Who? Trump? Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> me first? No. <laughs> um, so you've never golfed? You've never no. Swung the, club? the closest I've been was one it was your brother's uh, bachelor party. And we had golf there? He played golf, and we went to the oh. golf course. Right, right. We and just I, drank. Yeah, yeah. And followed him around. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Those, those idiots that would hire me, they're just drinking all yeah. day long. So why not just go somewhere and drink, and then not have to walk around and golf and be mad? and Wear not bad pants. Wear bad pants, and ask a, an 11-year-old, how, do, how, does this, uh, t- how does it lie there? What's, what's where's the break? Who cares? Go on. That's it. What, what are you looking up? Golf days. Of, why so, can't, but, but why so you, can't I just do something on the computer okay. and not have you talk about it? So you're on so your can, when you're on your way to your audition. How do you get into the mindset of a golfer? Like, what is your what's your methodology? I'm just gonna replay this conversation that we just had and be like this. <laughs> you're just, you're gonna think about me looking outside the gate of a, yeah, <laughs> of a exactly. golf course, going, "They don't take my kind." Yeah, and then just like them bringing some mobile shrubbery to put in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, sir, please move aside. Marty's coming through, and you get to walk. You get to walk past me. Is that is that what's going? That's through? pretty much what's going. I, did I help you out there? Is that yeah, good, yeah. That a good note. It's good. Okay, it's good. Steve can't golf where you where you're going. Oh my God! Remember when uh, there was a, a costume party at Rob? thomas's house and one of the writers from veronica mars showed up as a golfer yes wearing golf cleats yep Uh and proceeded to walk over every inch of his house hundreds and thousands of holes in his wooden floor yeah and that that was a that was a fun morning afterwards i'd rather clean up vomit yeah i also remember i showed up i wanted to dress up as bjorn borg and so i had a wig and short shorts and a headband and everybody thought I was Martina Navratilova. <laughs> um, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't help these legs. According to CBS, <laughs> guess how many Obama uh, golf days there were in uh, eight, over eight years? Uh, 89. 172. 333. Ooh, that's Ooh. a lot of golf. Ooh. Yeah. And do you, but apparently Trump is well over He's 100. on pace? Good. No, no, no. He's way surpassed nice. him in four years he'll he'll do um more than well like, he's so stressed out he's got to go unwind he's, he's got to be he's with done his like twice as many yeah. more than twice as many yeah. golf days so that's pretty scary shouldn't he be busy well you know he's not just playing golf oh he's doing deals yeah he's making deals he's, like, have you seen who's golfed with no does he release who he's no, golfed he with you don't know who's no. golfing with no um Sean Hannity this past week. Oh, I'm sure. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Judge, Talk about a cult. Judge Pirro and Sean Hannity were at Mar-a-Lago oh. this weekend trying to direct the Trump into the, you know, a better mindset of, of policymaking. 
Uh, but Koreans love golf, so maybe this is a chance for the summit, you know? There you go. And, you know, Kim Jong-il, rest his soul. He, he 18 holes in one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some, <laughs> no, I think it was like, he had multiple holes in one. Multiple in, holes in yeah, one. Yeah, right. in one game. That, you see, that's a film I'd like to see. Like about the, the, like them trying to like, have, a, have a guy in a little brush suit right. run out and put the ball in, like how they organized it. That would be a good... Uh, Anucci, whatever his name is, uh, guy that did uh, in the loop and mm-hmm. Veep. Yeah, yeah. That that amazing that one Death round, <laughs> one round of golf. Oh my god, that was he's, great. He's got to get a. And, just, and there's some other pro who's beating him, and they yeah. take him aside. And like, oh, just, we're we're going to shoot your what wife. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> what was that shooting? What was that cracking noise <laughs> yeah. over the over the hill? Okay. Yeah. Oh my god! You just you just come over and like these soldiers are just raking the the sand <laughs> trap. Uh, play through. Play through. <laughs> Uh, we have this mail sack thing, so uh, let me play the mail sack song. Um, sing it, Phil. <laughs> mail sack? Something like that? Mail yeah, sack. Go. We're going to dip into there the mail is. sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. All right. We have an email here from Steve Owens, our tech listener from Texas. Jesus. Uh-oh. He says, Marty, you are horribly bad at returning emails. That is correct. Two, I'm super jealous I wasn't there for Drunk Cast. I miss you all terribly. We, you, it would have been super fun to have you. And third, I can't believe Steve actually promoted a thing he is doing. I... I'm so, I was so stunned I forgot what it was. Pimp it again, Steve. <laughs> I, what, what did... Well, I don't remember... Mm. I do a podcast with Marty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about food. Yeah, you were a caddy. 20 I was years a caddy. Ago. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I don't. He's free on weekends. I don't remember what it was. Okay, okay. And then I guess he. Oh, I was on another a, a, a the act, actress's podcast. Daytime who wanted to bench. know about the show Punked and oh, the yeah. origins of all that, and so I went and talked with her. All right, and he said. Uh, if people rate and review Fascination Street Podcast on the Apple Podcasting app, he they will get a, some cufflinks. So go check out Fascination Street. Wait, pod. you're reading an ad for his podcast sure. on this podcast? Sure. Oh, come on. Well, That's got to be violating some FCC law yeah, or sure. something. Yeah, come at me, Ajit Pai. <laughs> I ain't scared. And then he said... That guy's a dick. He said, I have attached a photo of some of them. And he didn't, so... That was, that's from Steve. Oh, and then he emailed again. <laughs> Steve, so the girl who, the, the girl whose podcast I did, uh, she. Woman. Woman. Gal. Mm-hmm. It's Chick. called Daytime Justice because she works in the daytime um, co- uh, courtroom, court, courtroom yeah. world. And she said 90% of her downloads are people in prison. Wow, that's scary. And so I, th- I think this guy may be in prison. Who were the Steve Owens? Guy. He's making cufflinks mm. in, in the cuff, metal yeah, shop. <laughs> yeah, he may be incarcerated. Nope. I think that's a big part of the podcasting listening audience. Um, can he, you email from prison? Are you, do you get on the internet? I don't think so. Really? I think they have a whole. You scam. can't go to the library. Well, how do you find a wife then? Yeah, <laughs> through the mail. Through mail. Through, back, yeah. the, back the old God fashioned the mail. way. Yeah. The penny saver. Dearest Constance, the days are long as I, as I wait for your tender embrace. <laughs> Hold on, I was just shivved by Mookie. Steve uh, wants the, the celebrity email addresses that you have so that he can... Oh. I have some good ones. Oh, yeah? I have, who's I have who's, Franco Colombo. Uh-huh. Uh, 
And I once wait. Had, who's like Hercules? You mean that? Go, yeah, you have never seen uh, uh, the Schwarzenegger documentary. Oh, oh, oh. oh he's Pumping like a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Yeah, he's a. I have, you have his. He his. I do. Email. He's a chiropractor now in L.A. So I've got his. Have you visited him? Oh yeah, I did. I mean, this was like 10, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. I also, I also, my first cell phone that I got was a Baywatch uh, cell phone, and so it had all the numbers of the Bay. It had Hasselhoff. Oh, you mean your corporate. What? Wait, your first cell phone? Well, the, yeah, like in 1996, the first cell phone I got, like the first... Uh, yeah, flip phone it, or yeah, whatever? Yeah, it had been it, it had previously been part of the base, so I, I was able to... Oh, so it was a... They didn't scrub it. it they didn't had, scrub it. Right, right that's what I mean. It was like a production. So I gave it to my, my brother who was in college, and he was able to call all the Baywatch people. Oh, that's great. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Erica Eleniak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, that's, that's a cool thing. Yeah. So will you forward all those numbers? Yeah, to, totally. To, and then he says, Cassandra, miss you. You've been really funny with your asides and odd references. Improv classes work. Wow. All right. And then Marty, fuck your face. You are dead to me. I hate you forever. <laughs> yeah, this is, is a guy in prison, right? This yeah. Is... Yeah. I will okay. shiv you when I see you next. <laughs> Did he say that? Uh, no, he said, uh, I live one hour from Austin and you didn't even call a fat kid. Boo. Miss you all. Love you all except Marty this week. I, you know, I didn't look on a map to see where San Antonio was. I guess I knew that, but. Uh, I was, you know, it was my wife and I's getaway. Well, next time I come, if I was by myself, of course. But she had a very strict agenda that we need had to adhere to. She had uh, museums and things, you know, like you don't want to meet the fans. There's museums. No, I'm. Don't, don't, you, don't, you, you don't want to meet. He's the a fan. fellow podcaster. You don't want to meet the fans. I've, you can go to his, listen to interviews with both Steve and myself on the Fascination Street Fascination Street podcast. So. All right. Sorry, Steve. Next time. Chris Miller writes in and says, Hey, Murps, it's your favorite aspiring writer and junior Murp, Chris Miller. And he said, regarding the Twitch discussion, I've been a Twitch member for a few years and I like to believe it's a better alternative to YouTube and helps its community in a more hands-on way. Although it's not without controversy. I think it's great. Kruger is a member and I watch stuff on there. I fully don't understand either. All right. Yeah. Do you, what, what was, was there a question there? No, no. It was a just, statement. statement. Mail That's statements. Okay. Yeah, but he's got a question. He, uh, so what was the last thing you watched on Twitch? <sighs> what was the last thing I watched on Twitch? Probably some poker. Mm. I think they have a camera at the bicycle casino here. Mm-hmm. And I just like watching dirt bags in the middle <laughs> of the day. <laughs> the, the dregs of society yeah. that are playing Texas Hold'em. They're grinding it out at a one-two table <laughs> in the middle of the day. You're watching the a one-two? I love Or whatever, whatever it is. It, it, it's just, <laughs> it's the most horribly lit I, and shot. Yeah, shot. And, I, and I'm like, I love that stuff. All right. I'm having a rough day, but who's having a, oh, let's I, watch I, this. I had a buddy who, who won like, you know, like a five- you know, five figure hand down there, and the best part of it, he had to pose with the giant oh. check. You know, like Wait, on a Tuesday. Who did this? My my buddy Matt Miller, the oh. uh, lethal weapon showrunner, oh. and and so I found the picture of him having to pose like awkwardly. He said the the scariest bit was getting the money to the car. Oh yeah, you run. Yeah, I think th- it was my security. My wife goes there. She's been walked to the car. Yeah, you can get security. Oh, he did, yeah. but you can also be followed home. and oh, right, 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 yeah. in your driveway. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of shiving going on. Well, it's it's a different world. The bicycle is a very kind of sad casino in city of industry. It's it's off it's off a freeway most Los Angelinos never have heard of. Yeah, I think it's off the seven, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's on the way to Little Saigon. 
Yes. If you're ever... Uh, I don't know. No, it's just south on the five. It's just off the five. Sure, headed to Filipino town? No. No. Micro Micronesia. (laughs) Yeah. So so they they have a Twitch stream where you can watch... Okay, dirt dirt bags like your friend. Micro Micronesia. <laughs> that is that is the funniest thing you've said. Yeah, I, I've said that like a bunch of times. Yeah. Right, that, right. That's been my new LA joke when right, I came right. back because right. I'm lo- looking to buy and it's, you have to go to neighborhoods that you've never heard of in LA and it's there's always a little in front of it. Right, but you can't put little in front of Micronesia. <laughs> that makes it sound it's big. Right there. Yeah. It's right there. You got to do it. What's smaller than micro? <laughs> Um, nano nano, nano <laughs> micronesia <laughs> no, I think it's, just it's na- where the seven meets the 31 yeah. freeway uh, right, right behind yeah. uh, pineapple gardens no <laughs> just making up cities so uh and then chris goes on to say i have a hardball for phil i'd like to say as a longtime comic fan i love legends marty and i did 30 minutes on it once it's my favorite dc show and i cannot convey how excited wow. i am for season four especially with constantine added oh that's cool i'm excited too do you, did, was, did there have to be a bio with nbc to get him on on the show or no something like that? i mean like, it, it was it's it's up to dc to, uh you know they they own the character and so yeah they 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 kindly uh let us have them have they ever been said no to things Oh uh, yeah, like yeah, like what? What did they say? No, swamp to? thing. Oh, you wanted so. swamp thing? <laughs> I think I did actually. I mean, they. they uh, um, you need to get the what is it? The, there's the the futuristic legion of superheroes, the legion of. Uh, oh, Camelot. You're that. Oh thing? no 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 no. Oh. no no no. This, this is it, it's the same, around the same time. It's okay. a, in the 30th century, but that's uh-huh. they had. Uh, it's yeah. I think it's the legion of superheroes, but. They it's they had Superboy, Cosmic uh-huh. Boy, uh-huh. Saturn Girl, uh-huh. like all boys, and then they had Bouncing Boy, uh-huh. who could he's a the fa- a fat guy who could make himself perfectly round uh-huh. and bounce off things. Okay, and then there was Matter Eater Lad who could eat anything. Uh-huh. I think you should bring those. Look it up. You yeah. should bring those characters. That would be were, so funny on were, the show. Yeah, there was there was one named uh, Mr. Banjo. And there was another one called Condiment King, who was sort of like a, a New York style, uh, like hot dog vendor who could squirt, cut ketchup wait, uh, and mayo. Wait, this is uh, these are in, D- in the DC, DC oh, canon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Mr. Banjo, uh, I think he he could send like secret messages by by picking on his <laughs> banjo, and he somehow stopped the Nazis. I think, of course. But um, come on, like Germans <laughs> hate ban- Germans hate bluegrass. <laughs> Yeah, so it's in the 30th and 31st century, which is when Camelot 3000 right. was. And uh, yeah, they, they had some great... They This is like in the 60s where they're like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. They had Shrinking Violet, Sun Boy, uh-huh. Ultra Boy, Triplicate Girl, and she could... I get it. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Just three? Why mm-hmm. stop at three? Yeah. And and Brainiac 5, who was like a computer. He had like little... He was like, you know, the the whatever 20th descendant of brainiac or no i guess the fifth descendant of brainiac right from superman uh but matter eater lad and bouncing boy get him on their show do you think we could save money by getting an actual fat kid though because that seems expensive oh yeah because we you know yeah yeah. okay cool okay and then just get joey chestnut to play matter eater lad and just like have i can only actually hot dogs dogs. (laughs) and i gotta dip him in water but (laughs) it's my thing Uh, so okay he asks wait yeah yeah so so what would you 
what superhero besides Swamp Thing? Oh, that we have been people say no to? Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of things in development. If they have, you know, oh, if they're going to make like a Booster Gold show, you can't have. They booster are making gold. a Booster Gold show. Sure. All right. Yeah. All right. Do is there like a summit of all the the showrunners of like like a know? like like NFL draft where you can try? <laughs> <Right>. to... <laughs> no, no. When you guys like sort of talk about like, oh, you know, sure would be fun if we can borrow Oliver Queen for a day. Or no, or do or you guys like just like talk about stuff? Are you do you know all the other? I do, I do. Yeah, you guys are all in the same building, right? Yeah, there's really not enough time to like you know. I mean, basically, it's hand to mouth for you know. I mean, those poor shows do have like 23 episodes a season, so basically, you just talk to people like where you're standing at a urinal and like, what episode are you on? Like, oh, we're breaking 18. You know, that's (laughs) kind of right. That's all you really right. It's it's a job. That sounds yeah. like a Ted Nugent song. <laughs> I'm breaking, breaking eighteen. It's like oh, she just heard it was her. It's her birthday today. Some, something about like just cracking a nice eighteen-year-old's hymen. <laughs> breaking, breaking yeah. eighteen. I'm, I'm, I got Nugent on the brain because uh, Trump is. Uh, he's yeah. He's something else. Can't yeah. scratch. So uh, his question is: mm-hmm. How oh, does someone <laughs> at step zero, no no formal schooling or anything, yeah. get started towards working in the industry? Is school a must? Nope. Is there certain a certain course? Uh, what is the route or route? Um, I, I want to one day write in the industry, yeah. and I'd be a liar if I said I didn't want to write for Legends. Thanks. All have a great morning. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I think the way we've I, talked about your origin story the last time you were on, but yeah, we no, should retell it. It's been probably- no. Well, I was just going to say the way I learned is probably the way you learned because we learned at the same place, and I was I was actually emulating Marty, mm. who was a, a script reader at Propaganda Films in the mid '90s, and uh, he read scripts and he wrote like coverage on it, and um. Yeah, I mean, I think the only way to learn how to write is probably by reading, a, I mean, at least for one hour. I guess it's different with comedy and jokes. It's a it's a much more sort of uh, collaborative um, enterprise. And I guess you could argue that people are either <clears throat> born funny or not funny. But f- as far as one hour stuff goes, I, I mean, I don't think you have to go to school. I, I mean, yeah, most people I work with, yeah, my sister, study it. she did not go to film school. Right. She just studied. She worked her ass off at right. it. I, mean, I think that's the, the main thing. Phil wrote a couple screenplays. Mm-hmm. Like, Were you ever able to watch the... No, in, in, no I, I, I can, yeah. Yeah. It's back to that first question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he wrote... A, I still haven't seen Eternal Sunshine. Oh, so you were Charlie Kaufman. I mean, not Charlie Kaufman. You were Michelle, uh, Michelle yeah. Gondry's assistant. When I close a chapter, I close, close it hard. Close a chapter, yeah. Yeah. When he leaves here today, that will be the last Never time I see Phil. The last punch I ever get from Marty. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so sweet, though. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, not, but, as, not as sweet as what I'm going to deliver to Steve. Jesus. Uh, I don't know, but if people people want to write in TV, I mean, the way to do it but, is just to become like a uh, writer's PA. Right. And when I, I, I came down to L.A., um, I didn't know what a PA stood for, but everybody else was talking about becoming PA. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be- I'm gonna become a PA," and uh, and then I found out that it meant production assistant. And you know, and you're like, "Fuck that! Fuck that! I'm better than that." No, you worked very hard at, mm-hmm. at propaganda. You were had to be an assistant for someone who was difficult. Yeah, and and then you also worked for Michelle, who was not probably not the easiest person to work for. No. And 
uh, but a, a creative visionary. Right. And then you were writing on the side. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like you were always writing, right? No. I, I, I think I, I spent about 10 years just saying I, I was a writer because it sounded cool and I was actually producing very little. Um, but then you were at an Oscar party that I had. Yeah, with a pregnant wife. With a pregnant wife. That helps. Yeah. Desperation. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what like Stephen Colbert is <laughs> like. Just bring a nine month pregnant lady like wearing a house dress with like tattered shoes. Watch Stephen Colbert's uh, audition tape for the Dana Carvey show when he had he brought like, <laughs> he was just doing that uh, sort of an improv yeah. audition and that to get on the show and he had his newborn baby. He did. And he's just like, <laughs> what, is, what is she going to do when I don't get this job? And it's really, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that moves you. Yeah. And so you were with your pregnant wife. I was, yeah. At the, at an at Oscar house, party. Yeah. At, at my house. Yeah. And that's where Rob Thomas was. 2003. Yeah. And you asked him. No, he asked me. Oh, what did he ask you? Well, he asked me if I'd ever written in, television episode before and i said no and he kind of turned around because he you he knew that you were trying to be a writer yeah Mm. and then the next commercial break he turned around and was like well you should because like you know i have this pilot that might happen and so yeah like i went i didn't have a tv at the time so (laughs) (laughs) i went to the public library and i Phil basically read like Greek classics. He was a classics major yeah. in college and Playboy magazine because he was a subscriber. Um, yeah, man, that Karen McDougal thing killed me. I know. She was one of my faves. Yeah, I know she was one of your faves. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I went to the public library and I somehow got six feet under. Like, uh, I guess, it, did they have DVDs back then? I guess they did, mm-hmm. or VHS maybe. But it's something, I remember DVDs. I watched Six Feet Under and then I very clinically, like, I was like, a scene is this long and includes this many people. Right. And this is how many scenes and this is how they're organized. So you analyzed it. Yeah. Like, from, like yeah. just dissected what, and then. And I, you wrote a spec. I wrote a spec for Rob. Um, but yeah, but before then I was just doing like ghost writing for directors. So I would do like a commercial treatment. Or which a I music, still do. Music yeah. video treatment. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then one of those guys asked me to do a screenplay. So that's, that's the backstory, the backstory, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that worked out really well for you. And then Rob Rob helped you, right? With uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he totally but, saved my ass. But that is I think the thing is to be really uh rigorous about how what writing is mm-hmm. and then to 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 do it, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I the truth is there's not a lot of great writers. I mean, there's there's a lot of really boring writing right, out there right. and um i mean it's it's not impossible to learn i mean it's right uh, i mean yeah it, there, there there's a craft it's, to it exactly and it's you put your 10,000 hours as you guys have <laughs> <laughs> right and, I, and it's just like i don't know 150 hours tops uh, okay but i also i i remember when i was on a show and a writer's assistant wrote a I think she wrote a feature or something and I said, well, let's have all the talent. Let's do a table read. And she finally heard her words read and uh, she went ghost white. She went, oh, this is terrible. Nothing makes you a better writer than hearing your words read by actors who are going, Jesus Christ, how do I fucking say this? Or so um, I was encourage people get together with your friends and read the script and then you'll immediately 
Um, it's just like comedy. Go go up and yeah. You want to be funny? Yeah, yeah. Go in front of a room full of strangers right. and be funny. And it's basically easy to be funny in your office, but you will learn very quickly how not fucking funny you are. Right. And you will not want to have that feeling happen again. And I watched this woman. I don't know if she's a writer still, but she said, "Wow, my script is not good." And I said, "Yeah, that, it's that's better. great though it's, that she was able to recognize that too." Well, when you hear it and when yeah, yeah. you're like, "Wow, this is." really boring well, but it would be easy to be like oh the actor didn't bring any life to that scene no yeah, you, yeah. you can just tell like the, you can feel it in the room i think I, like yeah i mean i think the impulse some people have is like you're gonna perfect something and that you're gonna learn by but i mean the truth is the only way you really learn is by like starting over and doing it again and starting over and doing right. it right as I mean, opposed to I, I had a guy who's just like can you read my script and then he, i read it and i gave him notes and he's like okay it changes one percent and then he gave me yeah. and, and and then and then it just over and over he gave me like three four drafts of it and like oh and that's in addition to giving it to other people and getting drafts of it done right. and so he probably did like 10 drafts of the same shitty screenplay right and like it would be better off to do 10 screenplays yeah be like the the duplass brothers mark duplass where he's just like what he's just like i'm just going for a b plus every time yeah you know but i just want to keep moving right you know? uh and that i think that's a really good thing unless they're paying you to rewrite you know yeah <laughs> i i i think that taking advantage of every opportunity that you have with you know within reason like you know approaching people while they're having lunch and like read my screenplay i'll just sit right here and and nibble on your fries right. you know that's invasive, but I think, yeah. you know, I worked for a director, a writer director, and he, we yeah. were doing these like four movies, four TV movies in, in a row. And I wrote a screenplay for one of them just on spec. And I gave, made the mistake of not being bold enough. Right. And I gave it to his development person instead of him directly. Right. And then yeah. uh, the, his development person, her, her ex-husband was writing a screenplay too and so that got produced and right. mine didn't and and he didn't even read mine and then he like months later he's like oh Why yeah didn't you ever he's like i read that you? one like, yeah. yeah it was really good we would have we should we would have made it you know yeah i'm like fuck you right for not reading it and then and, and not me and fuck me for not being persistent because he knew it was there but he just never read it yeah you know? i mean that's the thing like if, if you're working you you live a very cloistered life like i like i said the, the only people i see are talking to people at the urinal. Um, so like if, if you put yourself in proximity to someone, uh, uh, you know, and that person likes you, they'll read your stuff. And it's not like, it's not like I have hundreds of people coming up to me, throwing screenplays at me. I, right. You know, right. But I think you don't want to blow your chance either. Make sure you <laughs> make sure you, you've heard your own words said by somebody else. So you don't think that, you know, right. That you have some perspective. Like if you just give them, it's an opportunity that you have that you don't want to um, just say, oh, yeah. you're, that was your first thing. That's the impression I'm going to take away from you. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Steve? I, I was I was thinking, I was uh, talking to some younger guy who was struggling to break in. And, and maybe it's because I've worked in advertising and I'm cynical, but you're solving a problem when mm -hmm. you're an actor, when you're a writer, like, here's a showrunner who needs to get X amount of scripts out right. and needs people who can be like focused on this. And do like it's a, it's a, an economic machine that needs uh, gears in it to get it done. And what's, what is, what problem are you solving? Like what, what great thing can you bring other than like, Oh, you're a great writer. Like right. 
there are great writers. Are you a fast writer? Right. Are you good at like taking Marty's notes and like fuck? I can I can I can overnight right. fix this. Are you a team player? Uh, are you, know? you yeah? Are you good in a room? Can you like th- th- these are the things that because it's it's a machine. It's a it's a factory that needs to consistently put. They're out not stuff. looking for Hemingway to sit quietly in a corner and sip sip right. scotch and then right. every now and then say a say a great thing and then go back to his typewriter they're trying to sell wendy's chili you know exactly so what is your solve for uh this person and i guess in my friend who runs the comedy show it was being an african national (laughs) (laughs) because he needed one according to the diversity hire but but okay but but on it like honestly because i'm back in the game now i've been out for two years like Mm -hmm. uh, he was like you should partner up with uh, a person of color like that would be an easier because it's it's at my level and I, I, I'm just speaking practically. Like uh, I, I'm sure our listeners are of the <laughs> male white varietal, but there's something in solving someone's problem. Okay, a, a, right. a staff needs to have a certain amount of uh, diversity in it, and if you partner with someone that is diverse, I, I'm not being cynical about it. It's just they bring another voice to it. It's also they get two writers for the price of one. That's a, that's a, that's kind of a better way to break in. But you don't know any people of color. Me personally? Yeah. Well, no, 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 I'm a racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Phil, how many uh, cranky old Jews do you have on the staff? Actually, none. Well, there, there you use go. your diversity. Oh, I'm available. Higher. I'm out for staffing. Okay. All right. There we go. Check Season that four. The All right. Well, we've solved something today. I'm very, very happy. There's Phil, no, no divert. They're not at the WGA going, we need an older, angry Jew. That, that, that's, that's filled. Angrier Jew. Yeah. Angrier. Phil, uh, so, yeah, I'm glad we, we fixed that. Sure. We fixed Hollywood. We fixed Steve. And we fixed our relationships. Well, and also the, this guy that does the show, he hired someone off of Twitter. She was very funny and uh-huh. has a, a great voice mm-hmm. and had no TV experience, but she's... How'd it work out? Great. She, yeah. she, she was actually stolen by the old-timey guy for his uh, room because she was so great. But um, that's another way to get your voice she's out She's the only there. one who could understand what the African guy was saying. Uh, yeah. How dare you? What? She's uh, younger. She she has the voice of youth. Uh, the ear. But just in terms of comedy, like y- you don't need to be in a writer's room or be writing specs. You can also be on Twitter. You can also have a voice and or vlog or whatever or what are we doing now podcast yeah yeah produce keep producing yes and yeah tweet things that are interesting and be be around rob thomas and be around (laughs) rob thomas (laughs) when he's in a good mood how did he hire that librarian like how did that come about i i think she was a fan of his books his novels oh okay so i think they had had like a all right yeah. Okay. Well, that, well, we're just wrapping things up, but I want Hello? to thank you, St- Phil. Yeah. And Steve. You almost said me first. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, no Steve, no, I... stay gold. <laughs> and Phil, thank you. And congratulations. And everybody should be watching the show. It's a great show. That episode that bought that the, the one episode the you saw, timeline. you loved it, huh? I did. Okay. It was great. She was great, and it got a nine point two on IMDb. Whoa. That's. Buy of, it on iTunes because he gets a piece of that. Yes. Yeah. Buy it. I, I bought it at, at Amazon. I, no, everyone listening, buy it. Yeah, yeah. Buy it on iTunes. Yeah. Buy it. Buy it. Just buy it. Yeah. yeah. Don't stream it. No. Or Don't torrent it. Buy it on iTunes. Yep. And uh, congratulations on season four. Congratulations on season four, Steve, um, being, you know, now that you're the cranky old Jew on the, on the staff, <laughs> just leave him alone. We, we give him his own separate room. <laughs> then, like, there's the writer's room and then there's the cranky old Jew room. What do you got for us? <laughs> Golf? I don't know. Yeah, I right. can't sit in this position from that long. And uh, Steve, do you have anything to plug besides 
our podcast podcasting dong chomp.com and I, I need to do some web work to get the the plugins or whatever that sure, sure. instant thing sure, is sure. going but it's been really busy at work and i gotta go book this golf commercial book it marty you know, or this bank commercial so um Come back for when season five gets announced, and and I'll see you next week, Phil. Yeah, and, thanks, guys. And we will see you next Tuesday. If that fuck, if that fuck, if that fuck, if that fuck. If that fuck, if that fuck, if that fuck. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.